What's happening, everyone? Oh, welcome to the Paranormies Present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and uh, tonight I am joined by Reinhardt. What is up? Not much. Uh, happy birthday, J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, yes. Happy birthday, J.R.R. Tolkien. Also joining me this evening, Dogbot Hilaire. Howdy, y'all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And down in the dungeon, taking notes, Grognak. Angrily taking notes, actually, right now. He's pretty pissed off what's going on in the D&D world. Yes. Actually, I didn't know that that Tolkien was a listener, so that kind of lightens up the mood. Yes, but that's J. Hard R. R. Tolkien. Any tokens are fine. That's right. That's okay. any, any token is a good token. Right? Except except for that one that worked with uh, Warner Brothers on the Hobbit films. Was that was disowned. Was there an actual Tolkien that worked on it? Yeah, it was it was like Christopher Tolkien's grandson. Really? Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Oh. But they can still come on. All right. That's cool. Uh, what is up, everybody? Hey, happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. So far. Yeah, it's the third. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's been it's been all right so far. <laughs> we'll the, see, right? But twenty twenty three is supposed to be like, isn't it at the tail end? Is it, no, what is it? It's like twenty 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 one twenty twenty two plus twenty twenty three. If you total it all the way down, you cross out the zeros. It's six six six. Fantastic. Yeah. So, hey, it's off to a good start. Oh, just, the is this is that Common Core Gematria? Yes, that is common core gematria because uh, the pyramid is because the pyramid is blue, purple. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you add a ten out of nowhere, at, so you mm-hmm. can subtract fifty from a sure. hundred, right? And then you then you bring in a word, and then you then you can actually do the subtraction. Okay. But in order to do the subtraction, you have to add that 50 to the beginning. And then you can remove the sixes. Right. Okay. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's, com- and there's common core gematria. That's why it sucks. That's why we let Pythagoras do it for us. I was going to say, if Pythagoras is listening right now, he's probably like, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yes, yes, yes. With Pythagoras, no, I, I, with what I was Common describing Cor- was literally trying to help your public school taught kid with Common Core, as someone that actually knows how to do math. Yeah, I've, I'm as somebody who knows how to do math. I used to be really good at it, and then I see the Common Core stuff, and it's like I can't, I don't understand, like the groupings, like the um, generalizations. It's designed to make your kids stupid, right? And to generalize math, basically. You know, math doesn't have to be an exact thing. Yes, it does. It's math. That's the whole point of it. <sighs> math not... is math is racist, though, Johnny. Don't well, math you know is that? racist. Professionalism is racist. Um, did you hear that? Professionalism. Uh, is racist. Oh, uh, it's it's on a it's on a long list. Yeah. No, that was I mean? a new one. I swear. And I there was a panel of blacks. They were talking about how uh, professionalism is racist. And I'm pretty sure Stephen A. Smith was on there. And I'm sure you know who that is. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so what what's what do you, what list do you think is longer things that are problems that are caused by climate change or things that you just naturally understood as decent as racist? Wow, that's a tough one. 
especially considering. Well, I mean, I don't know, man. Literally everything causes climate change. And literally everything is racist. So this is this is a really kind of a conundrum. So industrial um, society creates all these negative consequences and they they say it's climate change, but sure. Yeah, they're they're talk it's always the symptom, it's not the cause. Right. Right. No, it's it's industrial society. And its consequences. Uh yeah. He's still alive. Oh, I know. I oh, I, yeah. I I really wish people didn't jump on that. And they're gonna everybody's gonna jump on it. They jumped on the Tom Hanks thing for years, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but just like you know, just like uh a news cycle. People can't wait to jump on things that they're not entirely sure if it is what it is or not. Right. There's a but lot of they, that. They, they want to be the first to say, to, to to call it what it is or what they think it is. Well, speaking of that, speaking of calling things what they are, uh, California's just fucked up. I think California has officially taken over Ohio's spot for worst state. California is by far the worst state now. I think it's, it's supplanted, replaced. It's still the best Ohio. Mr. Bungle album. California, yeah, that doesn't. That's not the. That's not the state, though. I mean, that's. You know, I mean, you, it's not. It's not the album's fault. It's named that. No, it's a beautiful album. It's though. a great album. No, right. But aside from that, let's let's talk about the actual state of California. Uh, it's depressing, though. It it's is. a beautiful place. It was. should be it a beautiful place. Right. It should be one of the best places to live on the planet. Mm. Planet. Um, whatever whatever yeah in the in this in this whole place whatever it is we live on sometimes in i feel really gay calling it realm i, I, I you know i do too but no i know i just if we can come up with a different noun that's fine but say like like I, you know like realm do i have to do i have to call it that i like, mean that's they kind of want you to i know but it's really freaking corny yeah yeah uh real quick dog about before we get into uh into the realm um and say hi everybody over there on Pilled, over there on DLive, and over there on Odyssey because we are live. This is the last Nationalist Inquirer of season eight, <laughs> or seven. What the hell? Season seven. I just screwed yeah. up. Yeah, getting ahead of yourself. I there, am buddy. getting ahead of myself. Well, I wish. No, um, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to rush through season eight so we can get to season nine because it's such a meme number, right? No. No, I'm just kidding. We're like, gonna like thirty, like thirty three being the only jersey of the guy that was standing up. That's we're gonna get to. Circle. That's totally yeah. That's that's part of a story we have in the in the stack. Relax. Um, I know, dude. I I know you're not supposed to relax, but like just for right now, okay. <laughs> it it would have been hard I, in that prayer circle to relax. I get it. No, no. I yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> I could you imagine? You're you're massively outnumbered. You're massively outnumbered. You're like the one white dude. You know. Like the one white dude on the field, um, but anyways, just imagine being one of the other guys there and thinking, "Am I next?" Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't right. want to jump ahead, but right, right, right. Um, but yeah, California, they have these. Uh, there's several new radical laws they went into effect on Sunday, January the first, including a law making the state a sanctuary for transgender kids. Wait, and, so you're not using radical like the way that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Bill and Ted no, would use the term like, radical? Well, like, 
No, you understand that the that the Ninja Turtles and uh, Bill and Ted were used as propaganda to take a term like radical and trivialize it to the point where it was cool. Okay, so what about gnarly? Same. What yeah, about something? Bo- something about- that's gnarly is is actually very nasty. What about gnarled, like a gnarled, like a gnarled, bodacious? Um, I think bodacious means what bodacious means, no matter what. It's kind of the same. Yeah. Like was that ever used in like? Uh- I can't remember the show. It was the one with all the lifeguards at the beach. Bodacious tatas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's that's the one association that literally everybody knows. However, that's a bill. Are that's you talking a, about Baywatch? Right. Baywatch. Yeah, no, ba- they never said bodacious on Baywatch. I'm sure. Okay, there but they go. did have a lot of trannies running in bathing suits on the beach. Oh, anyway, white, pe- white people retired bodacious when Nelly used it in that one song. That's right. Good. They're like they're like yeah. That's yeah. This. <laughs> This word is done. That is it. You guys history are, at this point. Right. It's too much. It's just too much. It's too much. So back to uh, California. No, they're using the term radical in which the way we would use the term radical left. So because this is a, oh. this being a Breitbart article, um, it's going to be skewed more towards the conservator bright. Um, however, they're not wrong. I mean, like talking about this stuff, like these these laws, in in as much as this is just part of the theater of the uh, f- further down the twisty part of the slide of Luberconda going into the Pacific Ocean, right? That is California. It's fully lubed, right, with uh, many many gallons of of Astroglide. But uh, Senate Bill One Hundred Seven is sanctuary state for transgender kids. Uh, protects the use of drugs or surgery to provide so-called gender-affirming care to children from other states. Where the use of such treatments is restricted or criminalized, it prohibits doctors from releasing information to other states and prohibits California courts from interfering in child custody over such treatments. So, So, dude from Texas, I can't remember his name right now, the guy that lost custody of his son, whose whose ex-wife was transgendering the kid. wasn't even hers, right? No, it's her. It's it's their kid. I thought it was yeah. one of the uh, kids he, wasn't hers or something like that. Was that something? Uh, that was another he, story. Anyway, yes. No, so the, she's go- a pediatrician. She's right, a pediatrician. She's a pediatrician. Now she's going to go to California and use this new law. Uh, no, I, I, she could no. The, she won in the state of Texas. The tex the the Texas courts completely screwed this guy. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. She didn't he, even have to go to California. Okay, then yeah, I'm thinking of a, a different yeah. story. Okay, no, that's right. She okay. No, no, no. She didn't no, have to right. go anywhere. She won. Yeah, That's... I just saw. I just recently saw a new series of tweets where this guy was talking about it. So maybe something Par- else happened. Parental rights in the state of Texas have utterly shit the bed. Right, but don't worry. Uh, the Hot Wheels has got you covered. Oh yeah. yeah, can't wait for him to roll up and fix everything. Right. Okay. So that's that's law number one. Law number two. Uh, COVID mis- misinformation. This law signed in September requires California medical licensing boards to take disciplinary action against doctors who are involved with the dissemination of misinformation or disinformation related to the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus or COVID-19. The law does not take into the fact that authorities like Dr. Anthony Fauci changed their recommendations over time. Yeah, so what they're going to do is basically um, haphazardly put together a list of things that are misinformation. Right. And they'll be able to take disciplinary action, which means basically they'll just be able to wield the courts like a club against whoever they want. Right. Absolutely. And, of course. Well, the, interestingly enough, uh, California has the largest amount of holistic 
and Eastern medicine uh, practitioners, right. licensed well, practitioners. So this law directly affects a very, like what we would consider a very boutique sort of industry. And, and there, there are, you know, like, it's it's just dry it's it's going to drive even more like if they could if they could have found a way to drive a more californian business out of california the next thing would be to just criminalize weed again <laughs> but a lot of urine therapy women are going to be very angry i mean it's it's i mean with the affluent in california the the upper the upper middle class and yeah they're very greater, much into, they're very much uh, dude i, I yeah, lived in berkeley like all, I, yeah all, I lived yeah, in Berkeley. So, if, Dude, so and, if any and, if any of them are promoting any kind of health and wellness that doesn't include getting five different shots of mystery fluid into your arm to fight the common cold, um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be rough. Right. That's what I was saying is I lived in Berkeley and like there's a yoga studio every four blocks, right? There's you know what's a Bikram yoga, that's the hot yoga, then you've got the uh the, the holistic yoga. Goat yoga. The, the what? The goat yoga. Goat yoga, yeah, goat yoga, yes. And you have, uh, they, you know what they, they didn't have? They didn't have the Diamond Dallas Page yoga. I would definitely have done the DDP yoga, uh, which actually is... Did you say the Dallas Buyers Club yoga? No, DDP Diamond, <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page. He's oh, actually, okay. Yeah. All right. He's I, actually, he's a former WWE wrestler who uh, has designed a... Um, a style of yoga that's actually extremely therapeutic and uh certain guys like scott hall and um who's the other the other wrestler that used it and actually went from basically being crippled to uh able you know able to to use their bodies like normal human beings again um that's but anyways i i was gonna say because dallas buyers club yoga sounds kind of gay yeah it would be actually but anyways i can see how i you know i wasn't in california for the whole covid thing I wonder how the uh, like the Berkeley hippie, crunchy naturalist, you know, boots like you were saying that boutique industry of holistic medicine and that style of eating and veganism and this that and the other like that like you know with the amount of kids that are not vaccinated did they do COVID you know what I mean I don't know I I mean yeah, it's hard it's- wondering. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, did they actually do COVID? Did those people actually like fall in line and get the vaccine? Did they, you know, it's kind of a, it's interesting. But yeah, that is this. This is definitely a direct attack on that entire industry, especially in well, California. Yeah, and and for what they're gonna do, I mean, anybody who, just from reading this, anybody who is pushing things like veganism, who's pushing holistic medicine, pushing anything as a method to combat COVID that doesn't involve, like Bogbot said, taking the mystery liquid mm-hmm. into your arms six times, whatever, and forcing <laughs> your child to do the same. Right. They're going to start eating themselves. Yeah, th- this is a really strange thing to think about because, like, the limited time I spent in San Francisco, a lot of the people there very much prided themselves on their bodies being temples. How many and years ago was that? I not going to get specific no but but I, well it's, it's, it's actually it, it, important it, let, to it's actually let's, important let's to just like say the... let's just say they hated bush a lot okay okay so like so it, you know they like so their current their current outrage programming was was on fire with the current outrage at the time which was bush's hitler you know and, right i mean but that i mean that whole know, bush, he's a, yeah he was a piece of crap you okay, know but that but whole... like yeah you know that that particular current outrage was was the 
the cause du jour. But all these, none of these people, like they, they're like, I don't need health insurance. I take care of my body. Right, but those people, like back then, are a lot older now. As I'm saying, like the, a lot of the people in the Bay Area are not those people anymore. Like a lot of those people are actually probably dead. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I, the, I'm just saying it. It is, it, it is strange to think about uh, the fact that they, they felt the need to pass a law about like there there were never any laws about people being misled about the flu. No, but this is COVID and it's very important because this is the health and welfare of literally everybody. And the COVID vaccine is the first time ever where we were sold on what herd immunity is, is getting vaccinated for your neighbor. You know, that's the first time that that that's that that sort of psyop was ever pushed that that um, inversion of of a term. But anyways, um, what's going to happen is this is going to be more along the lines of the punishment is in the proceedings where this is going to be you get your ass dragged to court and you're going to lose time from whatever or or you're going to you're going to get fined a lot. So it's going to be a lot. This is going to be attacking your pocketbook type of thing. Anyway, well, they, I mean, I mean, they they signed away parental rights. They're signing away basically uh, doctor doctor patient privilege. There, right? right? For the most part. Well, this is no because is, it, doctors have I mean, what this is is that doctors have to go along with the narrative. Is what this is. There's no dis, there's no dissemination of disinformation quote anymore. All right, next decriminalizing jaywalking because of racism. So to add to these. <laughs> To add to the San Francisco rules where uh, if you're black, you can shoplift and sleep and lie and shit on the street. Now, uh, this is called the Freedom to Walk Act. It presumes that jaywalking is a racist crime because it's supposedly enforced unevenly by the nation's most left-wing state in communities of color where supposedly people cannot afford to pay the fines. I have literally, in my entire time of living and working in the Bay Area and in San Francisco specifically, I have never, ever, ever seen anybody, anybody, ever, in the history of the entire time, ever, get a ticket for jaywalking. My my very first ticket was for jaywalking. Where? Uh... Well, where I grew up, right. I was so it skateboarding wasn't, in but, a neighborhood street. But it wasn't in, and, in San, it wasn't in the Bay Area in San Francisco. No, absolutely right. not. Do you know, do you know where do you know where the term jaywalking comes from? Are you familiar at all? Apparently, before cars could go any faster mm-hmm. than forty miles an hour, uh, it used to be something that people did for kicks. They would basically dart in front of cars and trolleys and stuff like that for kicks i don't i don't believe that i think that is a made-up story but um that that might be the that might be the uh what's on that's, the brass that's, plaque that's where the that's where the origin of jaywalking laws come from is to is to stop because people were breaking legs and ribs and crap like that hmm. mm. you are the first person i've ever talked to in my entire life that's gotten a fine for jaywalking yeah, that's interesting. Um, so got according it, to Wik- okay, hang on a according to Wikipedia, the term originated in the United States as a derivation of the term J drivers, the word J meaning greenhorn or rube, people who drove horse-drawn carriages and automobiles on the wrong side of the road, before taking its current meaning. Jaywalking was coined as the automobile arrived in the street in the context of the conflict between pedestrian and automobiles, more specifically the nas- nascent automobile industry. Doesn't say anything about these. Uh, 
These people darting in and out. That's weird. Origin of the term. Wait, 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 wait. Associated with pedestrians today, the earliest references to Jay behavior in the street were about horse-drawn carriages and automobiles in 1905 Kansas Jay drivers who did not drive on the correct side of the street. They would drive on the wrong side of the road, and they were a big nuisance. <laughs> so this law is saying that people who were driving on the wrong side of the road were driving while black? Right. I guess. They were DWB. <laughs> yeah, you know, they got pulled out of the car and held down on, by, on, you know, on one knee. Um Gee, I'd like I'd like to see anybody introduce this bill in like Southeast Asia or Oh my god. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, like literally little... any any country other than or 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 England. I mean Well, any yeah, any country in Europe. Any country in Europe anymore. Yeah, well, well right. you'd have to give everybody a ticket in England. Literally Kenya. everybody. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with like with San Francisco, like when lights turn, people just cross the street where they're at. Everybody just crosses the street where they're at. I've I've jaywalked so many millions of times right in front, right in front of the little ticket ladies and their little three wheel, uh, whatever the hell they're called, traffic enforcement people. They're little segways. They're not segways. No, they're little three wheel carts with the, the windows. You know, like little, oh, you know, oh, I forgot what they're called. In some sections, they're like one of them and a tow truck. You know, it's like you know, three tow trucks lined up behind them. And they're like as the. Yeah, well, it turns to like seven o'clock. If you don't move by seven o two, like between seven and ten, like there's no parking on the side of the street or whatever. At seven o two, this lady is giving you a ticket, and right behind him at seven o five, they're towing you. California, <laughs> nah, it's San Francisco. It's so bad. Anyway, so jaywalking be racist, yo. Yes. Yeah. I, I so add that to the list. Right. And the only reason they're jaywalking is because of climate change. Well, I mean, they're the only, well, they're, they're jaywalking because they can't afford to get to the well because professionalism is racist. All right, moving on. Everything is racist. Uh, allowing nurses to perform abortions without doctors. Mm. Oh, great. Well, let's let's uh, that that pretty much explained itself. And on hold. This one's on hold. Oh, thank God, it's on hold. State control of fast food restaurants. State control of fast food restaurants. Yes. That's the one that's on hold. That's the one that's on hold. It would serve. Okay. So it would create a 10 member Politburo known as the fast food council, which would serve for 10 years (laughs) and would set wages and working conditions for the fast food industry. It's been suspended by the courts after a coalition of restaurants that collected petition signatures lawsuit to block it until a referendum can be held. Okay. Yes, the one that yeah, the one that got held up was the one about like whoa. So we're not unionizing our we're not unionizing our fast food workers. Fuck you, fuck you guys. Get back in line. No, we're we're gonna do kiosks. That's it. That's it. Fast food. You're gonna get like the um, like the Aldi that's completely 100. percent You know, like uh, robot. McDonald's. Yeah, the McDonald's. The ice cream machine always works. Absolutely, the McFlurry machine 100 percent works all the time. That that reminds me of one of my future President Newsom stories. Mm. Uh, where, where when he was mayor, uh, they 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 put a bill on his desk to to basically murder Ronald McDonald because he was making kids fat. Right, just the presence just this. the presence of Ronald McDonald was making kids fat, and he he was he wasn't sure about whether he should murder Ronald McDonald or not. You know, because you know, like, and he was in a bit, you know, he's a bit of a quandary about it. He was pretty, he was pretty upset, and he's at the grocery store, and he's with his kids. Uh, grocery shopping, which is this is all a lie, right? But this is this he is hasn't gone grocery shopping ever. 
Right. This is a very interesting lie that he painted. And he's on the cereal aisle and he walks by a stand-up cardboard cutout of Tony the Tiger and it dawns on him, well, when does it end? Because right. if he has to kill Ronald McDonald, he then he has to, has Tony to kill Tony the Tiger too. Right. And the Lucky Charms Leprechaun and Toucan Sam. It's never going to end. And the Burger and, King and right, Wendy. Right. And Wendy. And, right. And he, yeah. he said... And, He'll probably and rape he, Wendy first though. He, veto- he vetoed it. And then he got overridden by the uh, city council, so it right. didn't matter. Right, so it didn't matter, exactly. It always it always works <laughs> out that way. He tried, look, he tried to become the good guy. He yeah. came with a reasonable argument. When does it end? When does it all end? Right. Right. Yeah. But that, that's, that, that will always be my favorite uh, future President Newsom's story, you know. <sighs> You're stealing my lines future president Newsom. he's obviously well he's part of the pelosi dynasty so yeah he will be a president in our lifetimes oh, sorry everybody i don't it, that that's not news to us but yeah I, I, I no i i'm not ta- i'm not just saying to you and grognak and reinhardt I'm no i know you're predicting everybody I know. no everybody absolutely. listen to this right now you're looking just at look, yeah hold on let me yeah, let me look. let me pull them back there he is look at him right there he is there he is signing the law there he is check him out over there, check him out on D Live. Check him out on Pilled. <laughs> check him out over there on Odyssey. There he is, signing the bill. Yeah, uh, that will be him as president, except he'll be signing a reparations bill. He'll be the one to right. sign the reparations right. bill. Right. Oh yeah. That that the bipartisan reparations bill. <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. Oh, the bipartisan reparations bill. Let's let's look at that real quick. Holy shit. So, the five ultra-woke economists who will decide Californian reparations. Okay, so first of all, most blacks, like 99% of blacks in California, are not related to anybody who is related to a slave. Right. Most of California blacks were like free blacks from the north. I don't believe that. A lot of them, like any of them. I don't believe that. Okay. So... And for some reason, California had a black population during the 1800s too. So they were not right. They didn't have, you know, they didn't have slaves. They weren't part of the union, right? California during the so who did California fight for during the uh, the whatever? It I don't was. remember, but uh, whatever it was, a lot, was, of, a lot, of, a lot of people fled there right. apparently, yeah. uh, right. and, and, and to avoid the fighting. Okay. Well, but in order to get there at the right. time, well, it had was a... pretty there, like there was no path to California that was not incredibly inhospitable, except for the uh, the Transcontinental Railroad, which you know you'd have to go by that wonderful Ames Monument on your way out there. Oh, it's a little off the beaten path. No, it's right by where the railroad used to be, right? No, it, it, no, they decided it was gonna. They decided the way station was gonna be somewhere else. Oh, that's right. So that's it, right. So that's it actually right. didn't go by there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's just out in the middle of nowhere. Just yeah. In case you're wondering, check out the Ames Monument. It's weird. Um, so these economists say that they're gonna uh, pay 14 trillion dollars to be paid across the United States. A professor who says economics is racist, and they a couple of them claim Native Americans are irrelevant for payouts. These are only for black Californians. Oh, these are just black Californians. I'm sorry. Yeah. And and the one professor believes all black Americans are owed for it. Okay, so it's one professor. One professor says 14 trillion. Um, 
This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, mostly is, the blacks. This are is over. the new course. This is the new par. Mm-hmm. Yes. The hand, the outstretched hand that can never be filled. Right. We've talked about this before. Um, so woke professors, uh, William Spriggs, Thomas Kramer, KC Campbell, Campbell, sorry, Campbell. With <laughs> what, like, I don't know how to hey, speak. Also. Campbell. Will I am. Yeah, will I am. I'm going to do the, the key and peel. Uh, San- Will- William Sandy Darity and his wife, lecturer Kristen Mullen, are charged with quantifying the past economic injustices African-Americans face and determining how much compensation black Californians should receive for those crimes. This controversial task force is now to the end of June in- to submit its final report outlining how much black Californians are owed and how many residents would be entitled to funds. Jesus. So this was they, set up by your ta- buddy. There he is. Set up by your buddy Gavin there in 2020. Are they taking any money from, like, are they trying to take reparations money from the Netherlands at all? Because we all know the Dutch. I mean, right. Like, come on. What about Portugal? Right. Well, so they've outlined five harms or atrocities that the state of California has committed against black people and made rough estimates of how much their descendants should be rewarded. And using the historical data, the expert panel calculated that black Californians who lived in the state between 1933 and 1937 experienced a housing wealth gap of $223,239 or roughly five grand a year. Good Lord, like there's all kinds of income lost through incarceration, um, disproportionate health outcomes with shorter life expectancies, which uh, black mothers four times more likely to die in childbirth. So they're entitled to 127,000 each year. These are rough estimates, Campbell said at a recent meeting. Oh, they're just entitled to 127,000. Just entitled. Funny how they don't mention Bill Clinton's uh, you know, prison reform. Look at this William Spriggs. Nigga right here. Dude, this guy Look looks like he's wearing blackface. Nigga right here, dude. This looks like Eddie Murphy at the end of that one uh, live thing that he did where he dressed up in, like like a white person and got on the bus. And it was funny when the black, you know, there was the joke, is like when the black guy got off the bus, all of a sudden all the white people started partying. Like that was, that was the sketch. You remember that, DV? A little bit. Yeah. This looks exactly like that. Like this is. But anyways, this is a this is a twerpy white dude who has like a black, a, a very light skinned black parent. He seriously looks to me like he's wearing blackface in a few spots. It looks like it's smudging off. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like this stuff is so this stuff can get so infuriating. And then when you actually look at some of these oh. mutant people that are proposing all this stuff, here's the guy. Just, it, it's it's pure outrage fuel. Here's the guy who who calculated the reparations at 14 trillion. Thomas Kramer. This guy. There he is. A German expat. Oh my god. A German expat who teaches public policy at the University of Connecticut. Oh jeez. Yeah, I'm 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 sure he's uh mm-hmm. German in air quotes. Right. Yeah, University of Connecticut. So, Johnny, what kind of population are we looking at there? Yukon? Uh, it's out in the middle of cow country, but uh, it's a basketball school. And and like shit lib stuff. Who are these people? Oh, these are the husband and wife. This is William Darity and his wife Kristen Mullen. Ooh, ooh, look at these two. Oh my god, 
Yeah. That lady looks like she should be slapping chickens against the side of a door in India. They're black. But yeah, they're like, I don't know what kind of black they are, though. Woof. Jeez. Uh, and then you have oh, here's Casey Williams. Casey Williams, economist studying Jamaica. So, please, Casey, why why aren't we going after the Dutch here? Right. Kingston, come on. Right, she is Jamaican. Right. <laughs> Look, she's linebacker shoulders on this one. Jeez, so nice. <laughs> yeah. She looks like her face. She's got that. Uh, she looks like Florida, the mom from Good Times. Just a very distinct sort of. Anyways, uh, that's it for that. All right. Enough about California. They suck. Moving on. Do the, what do we want to do next? Sports ball. Sports ball. Sports yeah, ball. Yeah, sports ball. Sports ball. Sports ball. It's sports the story ball. Where is the sports that's ball? going around the nation. Yes. Um. Do we have... I see the Pope. Where's the sports ball stuff? I know we had it. I have the video with the tweet. Um, mm. Or tweet with the video. Hang on. Drop me a link and I'll pull it up on the stream. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought we had this. Well, we have the uh, we have this, which is interesting. Let me pull up the picture. Look on the uh, this right here, this image. It's kind of blurry, but if you look, if you look, you'll see number thirty-three is the only one who's standing. And then you have a six, a thirty, and a nine, and a one. There's, I'm sure, Pythagoras has done some sort of uh, numerology with this. <laughs> yeah. He's, if not, then he's working on it. Um, right. I put the actual video in the Google Drive, but it should be processing. So just in case, here's the tweet in the content channel. Okay, so it says here, yes, yeah, some will roll their eyes and call this a stretch. 91, three threes. 33 is one. Three threes is number one. Okay. Then you have 33 standing. The number six is visible. Two threes, 33. Six and the number 30 mirrored is 36, three sixes. So, I mean, yeah, but also, you know, have you seen the video of uh, where the guys like there's these weird anomalies in sports where things guys seem to be doing the exact same thing at the exact same time, almost like they're in a video game? Have you guys seen those videos? Yeah, no. and there's there's some, too, where guys just stop. And right. it looks like right. it looks like a, a weird NPC code. A glitch. glitch. Yeah, like a, a like a frozen like a uh, character or something in a video game. Uh, I've watched a couple of the ones where the guys, you know, like two two football players will be on the ground and two guys will come up and help the two guys up exactly the same at the exact same time, like, you know, doing the exact same motions. Um, or guys doing the exact same end zone dance at the exact same time or high-fiving somebody at the exact same time or a coach and a player making the same hand gestures at the exact same time. It's just, it's really weird, um, especially when, you guys remember a couple of weeks ago, the Buffalo Bills game where the people at the game were listening to it on the radio and the radio was like two or three plays ahead. Yeah, I remember that. that was, yeah, that was really strange. Well, it's not strange when yet you another understand Bills game. Yeah, yet another. Right. Exactly. Yet another Bills game. It does. It's not strange when you understand that literally everything is scripted, especially professional sports. Uh, Johnny, the video is ready to play. If we if we just want to play it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Uh, it's in the drive and it is. It is. On. It's oh, the yeah. last thing, uh, Matt Couch. Yeah, that's the that's the whole thing. Yeah, let's see this. Here we go. So he takes it under the chin, and then he's down. Boom. So, and I know we were kind of debating watch, there's last the boom, night. Boom, there's the shot. Now, see that right there? 
Hold on, let me back it up. Let me back it up to right here. Right here. Right there. Okay, so here's here's the guy. Now watch we'll just watch from here. Watch where the running back puts his helmet and and where this guy takes the shot. Uh, Boom. Right to that spot in the chest where they talk about uh the baseball injury. What's that called? Something occlusion or something? I don't I don't know, but no. yeah, they're saying that that is what sent him into cardiac arrest. Right. And there is a uh there is a an injury that you, you can happen to your heart, and a lot of times it happens with baseballs because they're hard and they and they're they're thrown very fast or they're hit very hard. And I forgot what the injury is called, but um, it's a lot of times associated with baseballs. But like where this guy basically got hit, it's it's basically when the the baseball impacts your chest as your heart is expanding. Right. It ca- it causes your heart to uh. Uh, to skip to spasm so you have yeah. it's kind of like um it's like when you do you know one of those uh when you're in a fight and you hit somebody in the carotid artery and it makes a spasm and they go to sleep because their their brain doesn't have an oxygen for a couple of seconds it's the same sort of thing except this is with your heart and i forgot what it's called i know you just described exactly what it does and i forgot what that's called but um and it's possible that that's what happened also now, the videos that they're showing online, like the Stu Peters stuff, is like completely, you know, died suddenly. Like all like the guy had just been standing there and for no reason he fell down, like fell out, you know. Um Yeah, this isn't this isn't like in soccer where guys will just be like standing there and keel over. But but this guy was a big vaccine shill. There is there is tweets. You have the tweets. Does anybody have the tweets of him talking about get your vaccine, get the Mac get the, that's get the not- mandates? That's Wait, not that's him. Not him. I'm confused. That's it's not the him, Jaguars bro. guy that died. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's the, the Jaguars, Jaguars guy that died. That, See, yes. That's how. That's how little I pay attention to to sports ball. But um, yeah, I just know from seeing that today. Okay. He he died at 38. Okay. Um, he died. Okay. Different. Okay. So he died, and he's the one that wanted all the mandates and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so the, it's called. It's the thing that you're talking about is called comatoyocortis. Yes, comatoyocortis. Yes. And and that is where your heart spasms because it's expanding while it gets hit and it's compressing from the outside while it's expanding from the inside. Um, yeah. So let's... for it to happen, a high velocity blunt object has to hit at a very specific area of the chest wall to induce electrical instability, uh, which causes fatal rhythm, vent- ventricle fibrillation, and then you have immediate collapse sounds like a really made up thing but um also let's let's say this guy was vaccinated and you have myocarditis setting in now we have we have an enlarged heart situation yeah this could still be a trickle down effect of the vaccine this is this is highly likely that it it could be not highly like it could be likely that this is a vaccine related injury um but i'm i'm not gonna jump on this Stu peters you know died suddenly settle down and again, yeah. um, you know, I liked it that the way that everybody in solidarity was like, yeah, we're not working anymore tonight. Like everybody's like, no, we're not. We're not. We're not. Going well, at first, at first they tried to say it was suspended and they tried to get it going again. And everybody was like, uh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was at a taco well, place with my friend and this was on the big screen and it was quiet, but it was really weird. We we looked up and we saw the we saw the collapse happen and we were like, whoa. That sucked. Yeah. You know, because then they replayed it and you saw the hit and it's like, oh, it's probably 
probably concussion. And then the game didn't seem to resume. And like everybody was looking really, really, <laughs> really looking really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And then there was a bunch of praying on the field, which I was pretty certain there was like a Supreme Court case where a coach tried to do that on a football field. It was a really big deal. But apparently it's okay when it's, you know, professional football players over a, a black guy. I don't know. Like it was, it was strange. And then the ambulance didn't seem to leave. Like they put him right. on the ambulance and then it just kind of hung out in the, uh, what do you, the concourse? In the tunnel. In yeah, the tunnel. The tunnel. Yeah. In it seemed to just kind of hang out in the tunnel. It's like, uh, if he's dying, <laughs> don't you guys think you might want to get him to the hospital? Yeah. Like <laughs> that's that's the first time I've ever seen an ambulance in an NFL game. Um okay, I there there have been other times, I think, like when someone has like a catastrophic uh break. Like like bone break. Hold on, when they do what now? Say that again. Like a like what 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 do you call it when you when you when you break a a break a bone it pops out of the skin like a, com- a, a compound, compound fracture, fracture. Yeah, yeah it's a compound, compound fracture. fracture right like those videos but, in basketball where all the guys are crying and rolling around sick I, <laughs> I do i do think this is the very first time though that a game has been completely suspended because of a single player's injury because i i think i think uh, like the way that they made it seem like today yeah, dude, was seen- all all the players thought basically homeboy died you know like they like they didn't want they didn't think that they should continue to play now hold on didn't somebody die wait a second there was a uh i distinctly remember another football player dying in a game at one point or getting an injury that that turned out that he might have died hold on let's Uh, look that up i don't think so nfl player dies I don't know. Um, so let's. Chuck I mean, Hughes I... died. Okay. Chuck Hughes died oh. during a game in like the late 60s or early 70s, 1971. Um, okay. So Chuck Hughes is the only. Yeah. Chuck Hughes is the only person to die on the field. I thought there was. I thought there was another. Uh, yeah. This, this is Damar Hamlin, this guy, right? So. Yeah. Um, Players that almost died during a game. There's a few of those. Um, so nobody. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Um, and during the game that that uh, Chuck Hughes died, uh, they hauled him off the field and continued the game. You know, Joe Theismann broke his leg in like one of the most horrific breaks of all time, and they just carted him off the field. And, he, and you know, and they continued the game yeah. with, the, with the backup quarterback. Um, there was somebody who broke their neck. Or something, right? There was somebody know. broke their neck. I gotta look that one. Somebody broke their neck, uh, and they I all—I don't know. What was a player, football player that broke their neck? Dennis Bird. He recovered from a broken neck. Uh, no. Kalen Reed in 2019. That doesn't sound like it. Nah, that's not the name. Anyway, so this could be a cause of an effect of the vaccine it mm. could be he could have been more susceptible to this hit because this is not the worst hit imaginable right 
It could have been, yes, at the right spot at the right time and with the right deterioration of his heart that could have caused it. Um, I mean, we know all this is scripted. And I mean, do we think this is just something that they're taking and they're going to take and they're going to use it? Or I have no idea. Script this in. And the other one I was thinking of was, by the way, was Reggie. It was Reggie Brown in 1997. They thought he broke his neck. Well, I remember that they had that they had that weird thing where they said they've stepped up security in case a bad result occurs. Sure. At the hospital, in case a bad result occurs and there's going to be some sort of riot because this guy died of an injury at a a football game. It doesn't make any sense. I did hear something kind of interesting from a sports ball talk guy uh, Mm. on the radio at work today. Who's that? He said he said that. Isn't it really weird that after uh, more after more than 12 hours, we haven't heard any updates whatsoever as to his status you know this was in the middle of the day today and they're like since when has that ever been a thing when it's the number one story in in the news right well yeah you don't you don't hear anything and um i mean he for all we know he could have actually just been dead on the field and they didn't revive him yeah, we have know. no maybe, idea. We have no maybe idea. Maybe died in the happened. died in the tunnel in the ambulance, and that's why they stayed so long. Who knows? We have absolutely no idea, and we're not gonna know, right? Nope. Yeah. So anyway, well, a rumor had had gone around from somebody that said they were a physician uh-huh. at, at, uh, on the scene and said that he suffered a second cardiac arrest while at the hospital. I mean, yeah. okay, it's possible. I, I uh, so so. Finding out later that it was a heart attack, sure, and that it, it had nothing to do with a concussion. You know, so it's it's really strange because, like, okay, he got hit. It and when you look at it, it just does it just looks like a normal running back running into a defensive lineman. It know? does. He's not well. He's a safety, but yeah. Um, if you look at the screen and see where the guy's helmet is where he hit him. It's the chest. It's the chest. It's that spot. It's that spot where the um, uh, what's it called again? Coriolis, Coriolis, uh, Cordis, Cordis Comocio, where the Cordis Comocio would be uh, in the chest, chestal region. There, um, yeah, that's the spot. But who knows? Again, it could have been exacerbated by the vaccines, could you know, and myocarditis due to the vaccine. Um. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Are we going to talk about, uh, are we going to mention anything about Top G and all getting fake arrested in Romania, by the way? Uh, who? Oh. Andrew Tate. Uh, Andrew Tate. Yeah. I mean, that, we kind of have his to. Dad was, his dad was a glowy. Yeah, so oh yeah, absolutely. Does that make him glowy by proxy? I yeah, I mean the fact that he's in Romania doing what he does. Apparently Romania hates blacks. Romanians hate blacks really badly. They're very racist. Um real quick, let's this is the one uh, Reinhardt posted this on the show. Reinhardt, no, we didn't forget your your poll screen cap. Oh, um, I don't care about that. Doctor <laughs> Doctor Apu. Doctor Apu. No. Um some more gematria and numerology stuff. But there again. Like uh, like us and a lot of our our guests and friends have often said that the way that the math works out, that there is no other explanation other than that we live in some sort of mathematical construct for these numbers to work out as perfectly as they do all the time. So anyhow, moving on. 
Yeah, Andrew Tate got busted in Romania for uh, trafficking or sexually molesting some chick because I guess he put it in her butt or something like well, that. Well, it's like well, anal no, sex. It's and... just trafficking. Like they had traveled there. Right, but with it was the a express... sex crime. Yes, yeah. with the express permission of, of bringing over a couple of minors. Right. Right. Is what is said. Now, his dad is glowy, so I'd say glowy by proxy, which means this mm. automatically reeks of script to me. Yeah. It's again, too perfect. Like, and the whole thing with Greta and that Andrew right. Tate's become increasingly popular as a topic, whether for good or bad. Mm-hmm. And again, Pizza Tate. Yep. And they got busted because of the pizza box. Get the frig out of here. Shut up. Yeah, busted because of his pizza box. I don't believe that. Um, I don't want to talk about Pizza Tate too much. Give him too much. I, I, I just the whole that whole dude is just so gross, right? Like, well, like the is he's just part of that entire like fake masculinity spectrum, mm-hmm. and the entire fake masculinity spectrum could be answered with one three letter word: dad. <laughs> but he has a dad. No, 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 not him. The people uh, that look that that look to guys like that and oh, right, King right, and all this right, other right, and, right, and, right, and, right. and the the guy that wrote the book who likes twinks and every like all those people. Ew, bap. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, all those people. It just one three and Jordan Peterson, even even that guy. Oh god. You know, it, all of it, all of it, sums up to just one three-letter word, and everybody just needs right. a real dad, a dad. Yeah, it's it's the opposite of girls who don't have a father figure and go off to be whores. Sure. I mean, I think so because these these guys do push essentially the male version of well, being a whore selfish yeah we, we don't have to go into the science fall of it whatever but you're yeah, not going to go into the science of whores right heart <laughs> the what? details i don't the details of yeah like Wait, there's, there's a science <laughs> I'm like, holy shit right has been researching the science of whores no yeah that's definitely not what i've been researching but okay <laughs> <clears throat> that's pretty funny oh that's that's actually can, hilarious. To everybody, to everybody that is—that's probably a classic Columbia to get your your, your science, ba- your bachelor's mm. of science. But yeah, to uh, that, prostitution. Yeah, likely. To everybody, that's a dad. Actually, be a dad to your kids. Yeah, present and accounted for. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. All right, but uh, so learn learn to say no and then stick to it. Right. It ain't easy. Right. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people are saying um, that they've never heard of Andrew Tate until recently, and they, well, they haven't been paying attention. Andrew Tate's been around since at least I don't know since two thousand and when was he a kickboxing champ? Twelve, something like that. Twelve or thirteen. And then oh, and then he was a yeah. reality quote TV star. He got kicked I, I off mean- of. He got kicked off a of Big Brother for choking somebody. I think. I mean, uh, to be fair, can you name uh, any kickboxing champions? I I'm mean, like into, it's I'm pretty, into, yeah. I'm not into kickboxing, but I used. Yeah, I uh, used but, to. I no, mean, hang on. I mean, hang on. When I used to do, when I used to do 
kickboxing and, and MMA and jujitsu and that kind of stuff, I used to be able to name people. You okay, know? can you name anybody from when you used to like kickboxing? I can't. I I can't remember his name anymore. No, but like the guys, the guys that used to do. Oh, I can't remember their names, but the, they based the movie Kickboxer off of him. He was actually in the movie, uh, the brother. Right? He was actually the the kickboxing champion. I can't remember his freaking name. Is him and some other guy that I used to like. I can't remember. Patrick name. Swayze. No, not Patrick Swayze. But this is a long time ago. All right, so it doesn't matter. But right, I get what you're saying. But it, but people that are into kickboxing would know who Andrew Tate and is him being a world champ. Apparently. He's a big deal, right? And then he was on Big Brother uh, twice, or he was on Big Brother and some other show. So he's been around, and then he started utilizing um, like Manosphere tactics and apparently uh, Jeffrey Epstein tactics as well because he had been arrested for um, trafficking once before in Romania. So like all this, all this stuff is just bullshit. It's all. It's all, uh, it's all fucked up. You know what I mean? Like well, it's him, all part him of him doing the Sharia meme. Yeah, the Sharia meme, and every time him and his brother and everybody are photographed, they are specifically doing the hand thing. They're doing the hand thing on purpose. Like they're they're doing it. I don't know if if it's to like be like a troll or whatever, but they are definitely doing the hand thing on purpose. He's doing the hand thing as a signal that he's yes. not going to get in trouble. Now, like I, I normally criticize the the hand gesture thing. Like, mm-hmm. well, there's no way to, you know, is there any way to take a photograph with your ha- with your hands at rest that isn't some kind of stupid Illuminati symbol, right? Or, or for free or Freemason hand gesture, right? But that particular one that he's doing is supposed to be one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. that that is like, not a natural way to rest your hands. No, and, right. and he's he's not he's and he's not doing it to accentuate his triceps either. Right, like it, it's it, it's 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 for the it's it's for the purpose that the air quote conspirators uh, say it is. Right, he's doing yeah, it. Okay. He, he's doing it because he wants. It's the conspiracy candy. It's the pissed on breadcrumbs. Um, he's doing it on purpose so that we we the conspirators see what he's doing and it's like oh my god he's doing the thing i I don't he's one gigantic pissed on breadcrumb i don't want to pat owen benjamin on the back or anything because i don't really i'm not really that familiar with this material and i i realize that some people either really like him or really despise the guy but that three minute video he did about what a piece of shit andrew tate is and Mm -hmm. showing him beating up the chick well now hang Uh, on a second dog about that video was supposedly the girl came out and that was all staged and it was fake and it was meant to get a reaction i don't care i don't care any any guy that thinks it's cool to hit chicks is a fag there you go you heard it from Dogbot's mouth no i agree with you 100 percent on that no, seriously. If you think I'm, it's I'm like, if you, you think no. it's cool to hit chicks and stuff like that, you're just a fag. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. 100%. If they come at you, you should know how to disarm the situation right. properly, safely. Yeah, right. or, or turn around and leave. What you gonna do? Hit you in the back? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, yeah. if turn yeah. around and leave. Unless you're in your house and they're in your house and you're trying to get them out of your house. Well, then you're the then just like vampires, you're the one that invited them in. <laughs> okay, that sometimes that happens, Dogbot. All right, so relax. All right. Oh, I just Someone. found it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I just found a picture of a few times Andrew Tate's doing the thing. Oh, a few I times, just, like I, every picture. 
I'm just sorry. There's not there's not a reasonable excuse to me as to I never said anything about hitting a woman. Sometimes you got to do the Chris Rock shake the shit out of him. Anyways, hang on. Hang on, Johnny. Check the uh, content. There it is. Mm, it's in the, it's in the drive. <laughs> hand signals. And then there's another picture. Did you put it in the drive. Where is it? Uh, I just put the tweet in there. Where's the bottom of the, of the drive? It's at the bottom of the stack. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Boom. There he is. Yeah, that that right there is the upside down pyramid. That is not a natural way to rest your hands. There are many ways. That is not. Right. That is not a way. Yeah, that is not. He is definitely doing that on purpose. And if you'll notice the pictures of him now compared to when he was on Big Brother, he is definitely juiced up and, and all hormoned out, HGH. He's huge compared to what he used to look like when he was a. <laughs> There's yeah, a... There I mean, is... this is an do AI. It, do what this, you do. This is an AI picture. This isn't real. But Andrew Tate at a pride parade. This is a. I know. I know it's AI, it's AI but it's still pretty funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. But look at it. I mean, he he fits perfectly. He blends. It's like yeah, he he really does. He really blends. He belongs there. You know, totally does. Gross. All right. Well, um, I chose a song this week and. It's uh, another one from one of my favorites, The Ocean. Uh, you guys like these guys, right? Yes. This is called Arocan, and this one's off Precambrian. And uh, we'll be back with some more of the stuff after this.
song trying to start playing we're back uh this is still the nationalist inquirer with the paranormies i'm still johnny uh with dogbot reinhardt and grognak well i'm not dogbot oh no that's right i forgot dogbot and dogbot irish exited yes uh hudson will be joining us in just a minute i totally forgot about that yeah (laughs) man was the song quiet for you guys a little bit a little bit you can hear it though yeah i could hear it okay Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't playing through the call. I had to unmute the pill just to make sure. I keep doing that, but it sounded fine. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yes. So, Grognak, you can unmute and, and say hello. Oh, sweet! Seventy-two gold pills. Thank you all so much. Yes. Our last Nationalist Inquirer. Yes. Season seven. The last Nationalist Inquirer of Season 7. Let me take down the uh, the music. Yeah, I forgot to do that. Boom. All right. Uh, yeah, this live stream thing. Okay, let me get that off there. Dude, I, don't, I can pull up the Pope. Dude, all right. Let's start off with this. Google, who is owned by a company called a- the Alphabet Corporation, Google currently employs at least 165 people in high-ranking positions from the intelligence community. Google's trust and safety team is managed by three ex-CIA agents who control misinfo and hate speech. Here is the breakdown. 27 CIA, 52 FBI, 30 NSA, 50 DHS, and I don't know what ODNI is. Does anybody know what ODNI is? Um, I used to remember. I can't. Uh, it is. Look that up real quick. Yep. <clears throat> so it is the information sharing and customer outreach. Really? And we, what exactly do they do? So let's see. Yeah. So ODNI is the office of the director of national intelligence. So the information sharing and customer outreach is a, uh, is a directory underneath that. Um, but the office of the director of national intelligence, uh-huh. um, was established by the, I want to say it was the terrorism prevention act, the one in, uh, Oh four. Okay. So and okay. it's an independent agency. Yeah, it's it is. Independent, independent agency. I got you. Oh boy. To assist the DNI. Ah, so the goal is to effectively integrate foreign military and domestic intelligence in defense of the homeland and of United States interests abroad. Mm. All right. So, interesting. So since the 2016 presidential election, Google, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, this is the this is the thread, okay? Actually, this is all in one thread. 
have hired at least 300 people formerly employed by the CIA, FBI, etc. Ex-CIA agents or heads of trust and safety at Google and Facebook. Is it okay that ex-CIA agents control what misinfo is? Hmm. This is from, uh, you know, Jim Jordan, who's a state representative. Um, at least 80 FBI agents collaborated with Twitter to help monitor this social media site. Wow, that's crazy. So Nick Rossman, he him. Current Google senior manager, trust and safety, former CIA analyst, five years. Nick Rossman. Hmm. Look at that face. Look at that face. Oh, what a punum. What a punum oh right there. Oh, my God. What a Good smug bastard. What a smug punum right on that little spachim. Anyways. Rossman has posted dozens of troubling tweets on his Twitter account. Many tweets show his disdain for President Trump, Trump's family, Trump voters, and white people. The following tweets are from a senior manager of trust and safety at Google and former CIA analyst. Hmm. Ooh, this tweet from him right below there is the uh, results of the presidential election as far as uh, Trump goes. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, it was the approval rating, it looks like. Right. Um, and he tweeted it out and said, when you vote for death, I hope they cough on their grandparents who voted for Trump and get to rot. This mm-hmm. was in March 2020. Right. This is during the COVID. Right at the beginning right. of COVID. Right. He hopes he co- He was one of the ones that hoped you coughed on your grandparents and killed them. Ooh, more anti-vaxxer, anti-white. Ooh. Yep. Anti-vaxxers are like Nazis and Confederates have come out of the dark with Trump. Ah, oh, that the young black men can't profit off their likeness, but the rich white men can. A rich white kid's family can pay for the girlfriend's ticket. Chase Young gets a loan, pays it back from someone who's not a university employee, and someone is suspended. What? I don't get that. Whatever. Some some rich white. Oh, yeah. Still with her. He's still with Hillary. <laughs> Rossman calls Trump a lunatic and a racist. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. He's, um, he's yes. Rossman tweeted, oh, that Jared Kushner should be strangled. Oh, wow. I mean, I... Uh, agreeing the lie, with the, yeah i mean all right you get one rossman right you get one rossman right then you got jacqueline the poor she her current google senior manager trust and safety former cia analyst 10 years oh she's not jewish good lord look at her in oh, that man. look at her in that video look at that face that's a yeah. she her yeah okay look at that good lord look at that neck right Ugh. jacob barrett Don Burton. I mean, this just goes on and on. It goes on and on and on and on. Bet Schreimerer, Chelsea Magnet. Catherine yeah, this Tobin. Guy, this guy Tobin's posted, if not everybody, most of them. Right. If not everybody, most of them. You can just keep going down and down and down the list. A lot of Asians. Robert Chung, probably a lot of Chinese agents. Um, Kingman Wong, current Google Supply oh. Compliance Lead, former FBI Special Agent, 25 years. I mean, come on. Here's one. Last week, we learned that Facebook's head of trust and safety is a 17-year former CIA analyst, Aaron Berman. Mm. I don't know if that one's Jewish or not, honestly. Berman? Yeah, Berman is probably. Yeah, probably. He says, why since 2016 did Twitter, Facebook, and Google go on hiring blitz of former intelligence and assign them to high-level managerial positions, many of which oversee misinformation and censorship policy? This is a good tweet. I'm starting to think there's nothing X about these guys. I'm willing to bet some, if not all, are active undercover agents. It makes no sense for anyone to go from CIA to being in charge of hate speech on Google or Twitter. I'm not buying it. Oh, wait, yeah. Wait, let me get my tinfoil hat, says Xavier, yo, Savior. He's like, he's a, who's this guy? 
I'm literally drawing. He paid for his thing. Okay, yeah. Um, See, I, I completely agree. There is absolutely no reason for any of these people. They work for the CIA. They're in the intelligence community. Some right. of them for 25, almost 30 years. There is no reason for them to say, I want to protect LGBTQ rights on Twitter. Here we go. Look at the tweet I just put up. Did Google infiltrate the intelligence community or did the intelligence community infiltrate Google? Very serious question here. No, it's a very misleading question here. The answer is uh, they are the intelligence community. Yeah, they yeah. are a branch of yeah. the intelligence community, yeah, much like it. the FBI is it's a branch. Of exactly. Or the CIA is a branch of, you know, the Swiss. Right. 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 I want to see a breakdown of uh, Swiss offices for social media. Hmm. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder, wonder, All right. Moving on. I mean, that's, well, I mean, I'm going to move on, but like, that's pretty freaking crazy. Yeah. Hundreds I mean, the, and hundreds. We've, we've talked about this stuff before, like it's fact, because we knew that it was fact. It's just yeah. going off of a few incidents and mm-hmm. a few slips. But to now, have so many of these guys. I mean, their personal information, their records, their history mm. put out. Right, that they're definitely agents. They're definitely CIA agents. They're definitely uh, NSA agents. Definitely work for DHS. Definitely were FBI agents, CIA analysts for 10, 12, 15, 20 years. Um, and you don't just get rid of You don't just leave everything behind and everybody no. that you knew. You still use and keep those contacts. They made that movie Red, right? Retired, extremely dangerous. Remember the the former yeah. agents? It was Malkovich and Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis and, and, uh, Anne Heche, and Malkovich was the best. Malkovich was the best. The conspiracy theory guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he had the. He's like nice how nice nice bug out spot. He's like yeah, and he lifts the thing from the mailbox, and the the, the garbage can lifts up, and they go down in the, into the ground. That's the best part. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, because of course he's got an underground bunker. But anyway. <laughs> Um, the, the the theory behind that movie is that these agents are dangerous until they're dead because once they're retired, they still know all these things. They still know the karate and the killing techniques and all the information and stuff. So they're retired, extremely dangerous. But the point is, is they never retire. That's that's right. to throw you off. Yeah, it's like the mafia. You don't you don't just walk away. Right. You don't retire from the mafia. Just like you never you never stop. You know, being CIA or Illuminati or whatever. Amazing. Or Jewish. Or, right. Right. Or black. Or black, yes. Um, man. Uh, or white. Or white or Asian. Just like you can't stop being whatever it is you are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Right. These guys somebody, can't stop being Somebody's going to take that and say, Johnny said that and he's racist. I mean... I mean, but we are right. racist, right? I mean, that's, that's look. Listen, listen, listen. We were not talking about any of that kind of stuff. So, but yes, but yes. Also, uh, moving on down this tweet thread. Yeah, what is this? Are you an agent, Mr. President Elect? Are you an agent of a foreign power? He's tweeting at Trump. Like this is ridiculous, dude. This is the guy. This is the guy who was a ten-year analyst for the CIA. Ridiculous. And you know, every single one of those tweets was put out for a reason, right? And the CIA has their IDF. You know, the JIDF has their own has their own Twitter people. Um, actually, Johnny, he was a ten year analyst. Oh, this is true. Hi, Hudson. Hudson is Hudson is is joining us this evening for the second hour. Hello, hey, welcome, bro. Yes, Happy New Year, sir. Happy New, Happy New Year, Year, fellas. Yeah. Um, I yeah, was we're waiting just... for my time to jump in, and that seemed like the perfect moment. Right. Uh, it actually worked. Yeah. Um, 
we were talking about the company that is its mother parent company is called out the alphabet corporation half how strange um has so many employees that were from alphabet agencies isn't that strange it's just kind of weird that's hard to believe i know the coincidence factor is off the charts here like i normally don't believe in coincidences but uh this one i mean i'm gonna have to go with coincidence right i wouldn't worry about it right and to quote um other people (laughs) (laughs) long time ago right all right uh do we want to get to the science section um, which science section were we talking about? The booster, the the COVID science section, or what science section? Uh, the Utah two suns. Oh yeah, let's do two suns. Okay. Oh yeah. So here we go. The potential science behind videos showing two suns in Utah sky battles conspiracy theories. We're gonna battle the conspiracy theories. Okay, let me check this out. Here's a video. Check this out from Barstool Sports. This is a video from. Can somebody explain this shit to me? There's something, something going on over here, right? But the sun is over here setting right now. The sun is over there setting. What the fuck is that? Apparently people were beeping the whole time, too, while this was happening. Did you guys watch that? Did you guys see the video? Did you get yeah, to see yeah. it? I watched oh, yeah. it earlier Many times. Okay. So what you have is a guy in a car in a Nissan um and he's driving, and on one side of the car, you can see the sun clearly, see the sun in the sky. He's like, but wait, that's not the sun. The sun is actually setting over here, and he turns to the other side of the car. So you're looking, uh, sun sets in the west. So he is originally driving south, looking to the east. There's a what looks to be a reddish sun-like object in the sky, but in, if you look to the west, the sun is actually setting. So what the hell was that in the east? Let's see. Can somebody explain it? Not you. You be quiet. (laughs) Shut up. I thought you were using it as a drop for a second. Yeah, no. No, I'm not. I'm going back to this one. The potential science behind the video showing two suns. Okay, here we go. Here's the two suns. All of our lives, we've been taught that there's only one sun and the earth rotates around. The sun is one of the most important objects in the universe. It's responsible for the earth's climate, and it provides us with all our energy. Wait a minute. What about the oil on the earth? Doesn't that provide energy? That's all. Never mind. Without the sun, we would all die. The sun is constantly changing. It's going through a cycle of birth and death known as the sun cycle. In a sense, the sun is always helping to make, make life on earth possible. Why do you? What would you think if you saw two of them in the sky at once? Recently, footage that went viral appeared to show a sun setting and rising at the same time in a Utah skyline. While it may seem like something out of an alien invasion movie, there could be a plausible explanation, scientific explanation behind the rare occurrence in nature, there's an atmospheric phenomenon called sun dogs. And no, it doesn't have anything to do with puppies. <laughs> <laughs> when ice I crystals. Love science. Yes, I fucking love science. When ice crystals formed by the dense pressure and cold air in the Earth's atmosphere refract sunlight, it can cause the illusion of two suns. Now, that is true. But however, that only happens. Sun dogs only seem to occur at certain latitudes, which would be Antarctica and the North Pole. Where already there are um, not anomalies, but there are periods of intense sunlight and, well, the absence of sunlight. Right. I don't believe sun dogs are often. I mean, somebody, somebody, fact check me here. I might be, I might just be making this up. But um, 
It's not certain that this is what's taking place in the footage below. This is the only explanation that makes sense. So the only explanation that makes sense is sun dogs. If the Earth had two suns, the day would be much longer than it is now. The Earth orbit around the sun is elliptical, meaning it's not a perfect circle. This means that the Earth is closer to the sun at some points and further away at other points. If the Earth had two suns, it would be closer to the second sun at those points. Mm. 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 Oh, so therefore, BTFO. What? Sorry. I was going to say, there have been many recordings of this throughout, well, quote, history. Sure. Uh, One that kind of stuck out to me when I was looking it up was out of Greece. I think it might've been Aristotle or attributed to Aristotle. Let's say if he was even real, mm. um, says that the mock sun is always to the side, never above or below most commonly at sunrise or sunset more rarely in the middle of the day. They are seen in the middle of the day, but see, but very rarely see, I've got a picture right here of a sun dog. So I'll, I'll drop it. It's just a direct link to the, uh, to the picture. Where is that? This in the content or below the Andrew Tate tweet. That is not what we're seeing in this video. No, that is a sun dog right there. Yeah. And that sun dog is appearing. I want to say this is like in the very northern hemisphere. Yeah. Uh, Like there's the bottom picture. I think it was from far. uh, I just put another one in there from Fargo, North Dakota. And this one, the first one, is from Saskatoon, Canada. Hmm. And that was on Christmas Day this year. Yeah, so this is this is up in Canada. So you're getting, like, some sort of dome issues going on up there. Yeah, and, we, and you're not getting we that. Should ask, uh, What's that, Roger? We should ask Roger Waters about two songs. He wrote a song about it. He did? Yeah. I mean, it looks like it could be a sun, like something like a sun dog to me in the video, but it was only on two sides. Both of these pictures here, it's like there's the sun and then yeah. there's the reflection on either side, which appears like, to be like off of some sort of him. off of some sort of curved surface. But like also it, it looked I mean, if anything, maybe it was reflecting off of the dome. Yeah. Just like the perfect. Angle. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's off of some sort of curved surface like the dome, the firmament, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the plasma canopy, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's three. Where in that video, we'll play the video again. Let me, let me throw the video back. Yeah, it's there. it's one on either side and both look to be separate entities. This does not look like right. in the pictures any sort of reflection. It looks to be its own. I'm, I'm not even going to call it a, a sun or a circle or sphere or anything. It looks like a mass of plasma. I mean, that's probably just because mm-hmm. it's behind clouds there. But it looks to the be its own mass. It does. In the video, it does. The only, and I wouldn't have thought about it being a sun dog had we not, you know, just brought up these pictures. The only way I could see it be a sun dog, as it's shown in these pictures, would be if in the video it's showing both sides of the reflection, but not showing the actual sun, which would have to be like, behind him or right above him or but well that would that would make the sun in the north or the south because he's driving south yeah so like i mean i I don't know it could be that part of the road is like turned a different way i'm just saying what i'm saying is he's driving the only way i could see it possibly be he's driving no because he's driving south and when he turns to the right which is 
which would be the West. He said the sun is setting, so the sun sets in the West. So you would see a third one even further to the West if it was a sun dog. But sun dogs usually appear in, like if you look at these pictures, you can definitely see like the entire area that's being covered by the sun dog, right? With this this one, the guy had to actually like turn, you know, his camera fully like 180 degrees to catch both of whatever these things were. Yeah, and I get look, I've I've got basically just Sundog uh, put in DuckDuckGo images right now, and I get that these images they're all facing perfectly at the sun, capturing the entire thing. Mm-hmm. But again, it it doesn't look like this. It doesn't look anything no, like it. It doesn't. These look like all the sun dogs that you see look like reflections off the inside of a curved surface, like the inside of a wine glass, like the inside of a dome, like the inside of yeah, a fishbowl. That's bowl. exactly what it looks like. The inside of a wine glass. Right, or a fishbowl or something, right? So yeah. so it's the inside of a curved surface. This In the video, I'm going to play it again. Let me, where did I, where is it? There it is. I'm going to play the video again, and then just, just watch it. Can somebody explain this shit to me? Now look, there's, there's some. Now hold on, let me turn this down. There we go. Now look, if you look, okay, look at the sun thing. Okay, look at it. Okay, that is a sun. You see that in the video? You guys see it in the thing? Now, hold on. Yeah. Now, he's going to go to the other side. And you can see over there, the sun is kind of setting behind all of those, whatever that is over there, right? It's going it's, it's going away that way. The sun is setting towards the west. You can't see the sun, really, because it's kind of down, right? Let me go back. The other side, that is, that is like a ball, like a sun in the sky. That's what that is. And then when you go, when you go on to the other side of the road, you can't see the ball, but you can tell that there's a light source. Right, you can't it's see the ball. Right, there's reflection. a sun that's it's further away, so it's down. Like we would like exactly. like, like globe is but, say it's down, right? There's no, like you can kind of okay this this one right here, you can kind of see right there. You can kind of see the top. Would, would we consider the top of the sun? See right there in the middle. Do you see it at all? Yeah. Like the top of the curve of the sun as it's going away, right? So there, so there's definitely a sun on that side. So as he goes around the other side again, goes around the other side again. Boom! There's the ball again. There's the ball in the, in the sky. Two suns. This is not a sun dog. This is not a sun dog at all. Yeah, so. there have been there have been sun dogs uh, quite a lot in the past few years. Yep. Uh, China, Mongolia, obviously Canada, Fargo in 2020, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, several and they can be they can be anywhere in the world according to sure according to like this they're, but not, they're usually found yeah they seem to usually be found in like in like the northern hemisphere in the cold right and especially when the sun is closest to the horizon sunrise right. or sunset right. but again this is not like uh i think it was grognak posted a couple of videos here um or posted a video and it shows a legitimate sun dog you can see it mm. there's there's the sun this lady is pointing mm. at it's in the content channel and yeah. then you see the dog on the side and that does not look the same and it's very close you can see them both in the frame of an iphone together if the sun is up what's that sorry this this yeah that this one is just <laughs> a black lady that doesn't know what it is hold on a second where is this it's in the content in the channel. Content right. channel is it, it, yeah. It's titled Two Sons, Something is Coming with the, the looky eyes. With the caption, What the entire hell? Oh, here we go. Here it is. 
What the entire hell? What's that? That's suspicious. That's suspicious. Alright, hold on. That's real suspicious. If the sun is up. Yep. What's that? Uh oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? That's suspicious. That is that's suspicious. Clearly suspicious, but there is yeah, there are two illuminated objects in the sky in this clearly. Hot skillet. Oh. oh. If the sun is up. Stop. But that is a sun dog. They're calling that a sun dog? No, that that is. That matches all of the the images and description right there. You could see it like I said all in the frame of one iPhone camera. Well, you can see two sides of it. Usually sun dogs are three. She's also she's also in the parking lot of a store. The other yeah, side could be behind the store. True, that's true. That's true. So that could be a sun dog. But at the same time, like sun dogs are another weird anomaly. Yeah, yeah but but like I said, that does not look anything like what we saw in in Utah. It's very close, right? And right. it looks like a smaller looks like a smaller sphere with the tail with a tail off of it. So that right there could be a refraction. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like if you compare it to other pictures. So, so. We don't know what it is. Yeah, but also, Utah one, that's weird. There was one, wasn't there one in Peru or something in South America where like there were two suns and people were freaking out for a very I, long time? I saw that earlier. I've been looking for it the entire time we've been having this conversation. Yeah. It was like in Peru or somewhere down in South America. And, and I they, I remember um, where I read it earlier. Huh? Yeah. Um, real quick, I'm going to go through. Because we got some of these these chats. There was there was one in Dubai. I just added it. Okay, so apparently, somewhere the uh, the audio was kind of fucked up for a little bit. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, we got some we got some people in the chat over there on what is this one's Odyssey? Hey guys, Chuck Sneedley and Death to Islam Four. Maxine Waters. Oh, hi, Maxine Waters. Uh, fun fact: Never sent a dick pic to the CIA. Yes, don't do that. Um, but Maxine Waters, uh, and Chuck Sneedley are over there and over in D live is Shiro and Tunky Monkey and, uh, Giles Corey and board troll and Saxon Rockwell. All right. And Shiro, what's up, buddy? Takasuomi and Jim, the madman. All right. There you go. Yeah. All those guys over there and on Pilled, we still have who's over there? 14 Reasons and Negative Zero and uh, Fast Squatch. Yes, Fast Squatch was trying to get red, was trying to get gold pills to donate. That's very cool. And thank you, sir. John, join OKC007. Oi. Uh, Real Donahue. Oh, John in OKC. That's what it says. All right. John in OKC. Oh, Grognex in the chat. Wait a second. Oh. What the? Jay Dreamers banned somebody. Who who got banned by Jay Dreamers? Yeah, fourteen reasons that Jay Dreamers uh, gets too bothered easily. He gets offended and it gets to self esteem. Uh, he said he banned him for asking if he's Jewish. Oh no, <laughs> that's funny. He always seems very chill. I can't. I can't. I then again, I've never been there for one of his live streams. Right. So. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us on the live stream this evening. This is the last Nationalist Inquirer of Season 7. We will be back in a few weeks with Season 8. We're going to take a break. We got some really great guests lined up. We got some... Um, what time do we got left? We just started. 
talking about. Yeah, the we have like show. thirty minutes. I know, I know, but we got a whole bunch of great guests lined up, dude. Season eight's gonna be great. All right, moving on. Scam bankman fraud. In the news again, he's in court. There he is. Look at that picture. <laughs> I don't know. My my favorite is this courtroom sketch. That's what I'm saying. I got the courtroom sketch up there. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. Cool. He looks like every like night. 19 early 1900s samurai painting face hey you took that from me yeah but you said japanese art but i said samurai it's the eyebrows it's the heavy eyebrows and yeah he, he looks like an early 20th century propaganda poster for yeah. <laughs> an right. asian yeah for japanese right well it wasn't it wasn't world war ii propaganda because dr seuss had that handle with the buck tooth asians right yes yes it, it would more more likely be um, like chinese or, or vietnam era yeah yeah Boxer Rebellion era. Right. But anyway, I like how his head is like is way too big for his shoulders, which is probably true in real life. He looks like a bobblehead. Um, but uh, the courts are not releasing who guaranteed his bail. Oh, God. He made $250 million bail, even though he uh, couldn't come up with $100,000 for something. I don't know. He's supposedly broke, but somehow managed to pull 200, uh, 10% of $250 million, so $25 million out of his ass. He called in a few favors. He called in some favors. Say, it's called just being Jewish. Yeah, well, it's called yeah, it's called being Jewish. Also, it's called none of this shit is real. Of course, he made bail, and of course, it's going to be embarrassing, and of course, it's a humiliation ritual. Of course, it is. What did you think it was going to be? What did you think was going to happen with this? Right? What did you think? Did you think that? Where the hell is the bank man? Mr. I just Bank can't Man. believe Mr. Bankman fraud would be up to anything shady. Right. Scam Bankman fraud. Where is the article? Good Lord, I had articles. You know, while you're looking for that, there's a new uh, new thing came to light. Oh, new that, shit has come to light. Yep. That a So the judge ruled that because Scam Bankman fraud was in a polycule with the horse girl and somebody else, mm-hmm. that uh, they're going to recognize, much like I think it's California, recognize a polycule as an actual uh, marriage or civil union relationship type relationship. Therefore, neither of those Jews can testify against this Jew. Man. Like if, let's say. Let's say you're married and you get arrested and your wife divorces you. She can't uh, testify against you, right? She cannot testify against you. Nope. Wow. So the other two can't testify against him now. Holy schmoly. So yeah. if you ever get arrested with anyone for anything, guys, you know, just claim that you're in a, what, a, a polycule, polycule relationship. Polycule, yes. That is, wow, what a cool so, word. Former FTX CEO SBF. Wow, that's a lot of acronyms. Pleads not guilty to U.S. criminal charges because, of course, he does. Not guilty. What some chutzpah right there, huh? He pled not guilty to all eight counts of U.S. criminal charges. Bankman fraud appeared before a judge in the U.S. District Court in New York City on Tuesday with his lawyers, Mark Cohen and Christian Everdell. It was the guarantor of his of his bond or whatever was the name. It was like Judea Judenstein or something. It was like, oh, my God. His name was like Judea. His first name was like Judea or Juden. It was like Juden, Juden, Steinberg, Steinblatt. But whatever. Uh, criminal charges against the 30-year-old former, <laughs> former billionaire include wire fraud, 
conspiracy to commit money laundering and conspiracy to misuse customer funds, among others. The former FTX CEO is also facing suits by the SEC and CFTC over similar charges. Uh, he was expected to plead not guilty. It could turn to a lengthy legal battle. He could face up to 115 years in jail if convicted on all charges. His trial day has been set for October 2nd, 2023. Uh, in December, FTX co-founder and former CTO Gary Wang and Alameda Research CEO Carolyn Ellison both pled guilty to federal criminal charges in relation to the FTX collapse. They're also facing civil penalties from the C SEC and CFTC alongside the criminal charges. Wang and Ellison plan to cooperate with prosecutors and will be major witnesses given their close ties to both Bankman Fraud and FTX for its affiliated crypto hedge fund, Alameda, which had the uh, basically the stick drawing of the happy merchant, like the, the most minimalist happy merchant ever as its logo. I thought that was hilarious. Um, Wang and Ellison plan to cooperate and will be major witnesses given their blah, blah, blah. Last month, a judge released Bankman fraud on a $250 million bail bond after he was extradited to America from the Bahamas. He's allowed in to stay at his parents' house in Palo Alto. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Very nice place in Palo Alto, California. Yeah, so it also um, says down here that uh, lawyers have argued that there's no need for public disclosure of who gave... Who put up the yeah, money for the bond? They're trying to seek the redaction of the names of the two individuals who helped secure his multi-million dollar bail. Um, yeah, and their argument yeah. is that, you know, in recent weeks, his parents have become the target of intense media scrutiny and, and, and some physical, oh, oh God, some threatening correspondence, including communications expressing a desire that they suffer physical harm. <laughs> Precisely. God. Oh, jeez. SPF's rep representation argued there is accordingly serious cause for concern for additional retaliation for others involved in the bond. He embezzled billions of dollars. Yeah, people are probably pissed. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God. Like, it was like literally Hillary Clinton that put up the money. Probably. But like... <sighs> So Bankman Freed, uh, they filed for bank Chapter Eleven bankruptcy in um, in December and or November, and then uh, Bankman Fraud stepped down as CEO to be replaced by Enron turnaround veteran. He's the guy who turned Enron around after the Enron scandal in the early aughts or whatever. The, uh, veteran John J. Ray the third. John J. Ray sounds like sounds familiar. Totally real name. John J. Ray sounds like he might be a senator's son or something like that. He can't sing. It ain't me. Um. So there's a lot of yeah. Ray sat as the only witness for the hearing as Bankman Fraud, who was originally scheduled to testify, was unable to join after being arrested in the Bahamas. Uh, Ray's testimony addressed a number of aspects in the situation, which. To the extent customer funds were misused to internal operations or lack thereof. Um, there were virtual no controls and separateness whatsoever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Bankman fraud, once valued at $32 billion, didn't have an accounting or human resources department. Good Lord. It did, however, have a legal department and employees with compliance titles, but department for them, but no department for them to call home. As it stands, Bankman Freed's plea is a risky move as he diverts from his former colleagues who pled guilty. Hmm. In general, many crypto community members view Bankman Freed's attitude as cocky, 
Given the media story he went on before being arrested, where he appeared on network shows like Good Morning America and platforms as niche as crypto folks, Twitter spaces. This is a developing story and maybe updated. Yeah, probably. Um, this dude is not, nothing's going to happen because it's all part of the scam. So, yes. Yeah. Negative zero in the chat thinks that it's uh, Quentin Tarantino's kid. No, he looks like his parents. I mean, it's not, no, he, he well, yeah. looks like the people who raised him. Right. It looks like the, whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think Tarantino would have a kid or could or anything like Most that. Most normal looking test tube baby. Yeah. <laughs> right. Most <laughs> Most average looking test tube baby. Ugh. It's like the random switch on Oblivion character creator. It's pretty terrible. Pretty yeah, terrible. Nothing's going to happen with this guy. Um, no, nothing ever happens. I mean, this is just, this is ridiculous. And his trial is not set for October. I know that's a normal thing to set the trial way, way out. But right. he's, well, he's going to be dragging out. the carrot along. Well, yeah, he's going to be hanging out months. at his parents' house in Palo Alto. Maybe something bad will happen in California, like an earthquake, and the house will collapse. And like, oh, no. Well, he, he might actually be whisked away, quote, died. Right, right, right. Who knows? Died suddenly. Yes, maybe. All right. Uh, enough, enough of this Jew story thing. Moving on. Uh, COVID subvariant, the Kraken, has been released. New uh, strain yes. of the Omicron variant. Oh, name XBB 1.5. XBB, really? They went the Star Wars route. And nicknamed the Kraken accounts for about 40% of U.S. COVID cases at this time, which is up 20% from one week ago, according to the CDC in prevention. Oh, now it's called... The Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Oh, it's a CDC. It's always been that. I thought it was just a CDC. It's it's always been that, just CDC, but it's always been Center for Disease Control and Prevention, at least for the last several years. Okay, okay. All right, whatever. I thought I was being mendingoed. Whatever. Yes, much like LGBT, they hide the P. That's um, terrible, but nice. Yeah, somebody thought they found a Mandela effect the other day, and they thought Frankie Muniz's name was Frankie Munoz. Uh, no. No, Munoz, no, it was Frankie Muniz. And he was in that, what was that, a detective, kid detective movie series? Uh, Malcolm in the Middle, I believe. No, I the movies. He was Malcolm from Malcolm in the Middle, obviously, but then he did Oh, some, like, it was um, Agent Cody Banks. Agent Cody Banks, he was Agent Cody Banks. I remember so, that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so, that was a long time ago. I know. Yeah. I'm I'm the um, guy sitting at the table right now, eyes wide, like. <laughs> what? I'm the uh, the cartoon of the guy sitting at the table with like a drink in his hand, and his eyes are all wide, like, oh my god. <laughs> You've seen that. I have. I just don't remember what it looks like right now. So, anyways, anyway. yeah. So this thing is coming through. It's COVID what, again. U.S. And, and Asia. Yeah. Um, these are hospitalizations. It's not likely to cause more severe illness. So, oh, no, it's the cold. Okay. Whatever. It may spread more easily. It may attach oh to cells God, more who easily. Cares? It may not be susceptible not, it, to protection it, by it, vaccination. It's 70 degrees, dude. Your body is going to start detoxing like they think it's spring. And then it's going to get cold again in two weeks or three weeks or whatever. And people are going to get sick again because their body is going to... I sure be, hope that... Yeah. The good people at Moderna and Pfizer are able to come up with a new vaccine. Well, there shot. is a new. There is a, no, wait, there is a new uh, type of COVID vaccine. I forgot what it's called, but where they're issuing 
the free vaccines, they also diverted a bunch of military, and I don't remember where it was, but it's just in case there's a reaction to something. Is it called like Operation Jack Sparrow to defeat the Kraken or no, something? No, <laughs> no, not at all. It's, um, shit, I don't remember where I saw it. I, I should have grabbed it, but, um, It's like I mean, some it's fine, dude. some company shit is all fake. No, it's right, but some company I hadn't heard of, like Harley Benson or something like that. that way, that's a cheap oh, Harley Davidson, I believe. No, Harley Benson. That's a cheap. Company. Oh, they got they got the uh, virtue signaling bikers out there. <laughs> no, it's not Harley Davidson. No, those are made in Vietnam now. So whatever. Um, a lot of their parts are made overseas. They're no longer. They're made in there. Vietnam. A lot of parts are made overseas. Yeah, and in Vietnam. That is wow. Kind of I bet the I bet the Vietnam vet boomers are really pissed about that. That's the, right, right. Almost as pissed as when John Lovitz did the Hitler car with the giving the vets the finger in rap. <laughs> I mean, I forgot about that. I mean, yeah. I mean, as much as he's a fat Jew doing a fuck you to American vets, right? With Hitler. In Hitler's car, and he's like, "I burned my finger." He sounds like he's speaking German. You know the scene, right? Yes. Yes. That's why I was laughing because I, I mean, I could picture it. It is. I mean, it is humiliation because it's a fat Jew doing the thing, you know. Right. But it's also World War II vets, and like that was not a good war. So. No, it it does suck because right up until the end, they all believe they were doing something right. Yeah, and great grandpa. Until, uh, anyway. until they're on their deathbed and they see the world as it is, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, never mind." Nah, a lot of them never did. Anyway, a lot of them died when they were young. Didn't have a chance. Yeah, there is also that. Oh, excuse me. Good lord, I am tired. All that driving yesterday. I've been driving a lot too. And then work. Well, driving yesterday and work today, and today it was like 60, 64 degrees, so it was warmish, but it was raining, so it was cold. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's like, that's how it was here too. Yeah. It was like sixty-five, but it was just pouring rain all day. Yeah, so it was just cold and weird. Like yeah. weird. it wasn't warm at all. Like inside, it was colder than it was outside, which was really worse. I hate that. Yeah, um, thanks, Harp. Very cool. And it's <laughs> supposed to be like negative thirty next in like two weeks. It's good. We're gonna have another cold blast. Yeah. All right. We won't be like that in Florida. No. Um, uh, moving on. We want to uh, talk about New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve. So this machete attacker, uh, he somehow had a um, a machete, right? And, and it was this dude. Oh, wait, that's the Idaho. Real quick, the Idaho murder suspect was a Jew PhD, criminology PhD student who actually murdered these people and then wrote in to murder podcasts or whatever, like like gave his story anonymously like a true crime podcast true crime podcast like several of them yeah yeah um also looks just like patrick bateman right 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 there's all that yeah there's a lot of weird stuff to that but also also stabbing yeah no that's not the machete chef this guy the idaho murder suspect but he ended up he ended up in a gated uh jewish community in the poconos (laughs) i'm not even kidding like i'm not even making that up I'm not making that up at all. Um, <laughs> like, like, I wish I was making that up, but no, that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, but people are going to be like, he wasn't Jewish. He was going to a Catholic school. Yeah, a secular Jew going to a Catholic school. What a surprise. Yeah. Anyway. Same thing. 
Right. So anyway, um, yeah. So they finally oh, got that. Uh, they finally got that Idaho murder. He killed like three hot white girls and one of their boyfriends. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that is sad. Man, he's a murderous Jew. So. If those people actually existed. Right. If any of that stuff is true. All right. Speaking um, no, of not true. But the uh, the machete attack. Three officers assigned to New Year's celebrations in New York were injured by a machete-wielding teenager who expressed militant support for Islam, law officials said. The attack happened shortly after 10 p.m. at West 52nd Street and 8th Avenue, just outside checkpoints. The suspect approached an officer and tried to strike him over the head with the machete. He then struck two officers in the head with the blade before he was shot in the shoulder and apprehended by police. Now, the picture of him where he's shot, right? Uh, the, tre- the the guy's name is Trevor Bickford of Wells, Maine. Next sentence. Of Maine. The subject like was known baby. to federal agents who interviewed him in mid-December after a relative alerted them to his revolutionary support for Islam. What? You mean literally nobody me federal does that. agents knew about him? Yes, a known wolf. Hey, Grognak. This is what's known as a known wolf, bro. Yes. Yes. <laughs> When See, the FBI knows about him. say the line, Bart. He was known to the FBI. Yeah. Oh. That meme. I love all the Simpsons memes. I yes. I find it absolutely impossible to believe that in this day and age in 2022, 2023, somebody would report on a relative or somebody they know for extremist Muslim views. That doesn't happen. No. No. Um. Yeah, what country are they trying to invade right now? Well, they already invaded Maine, right? With the Somalis. No, I mean like in the Middle East. Like, oh, we're not. What does the U.S. have? Like, what is it? We're not really. We're not really. So they found a diary which had, of course, his manifesto. Right. Let me see where's his manifesto. Teenage jihadists who slashed cops in Manhattan, charged with attempted murder. There's the knife. Look at that. Look at that machete. That's like you can buy them That's at home. Kukri. You can buy those at Home Depot for like cutting your shit in the backyard. They're made by Fiskers. Anyways, Travis. Oh, Trevor Bickford. Wait a second. Wait a second. Not um, Travis Bickle. Really, Trevor Bickford? Not Travis Bickle. You know Travis Bickle is right? No. No. Taxi driver. His brother's name is Travis. Taxi driver. Ta- taxi driver. He's, ah. he's the original. He's totally me. Right? And then followed up yeah. by all the Ryan Goslings. Right? He's me. Oh, okay. Right. He's the original. He's totally me. Well, Travis. this kid's brother's name was Travis. Right. So Travis Bickford. Trevor. Trevor. Right. Anyway. Trevor, Devin, and Travis. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. White kids. Um, Definitely white kids. From Maine. From Maine. I mean, maybe they were jihaded, like they learned about jihad from the Somalis, the Muslim Somalis that moved into Maine. But um, maybe I, I don't know, dude. Um, well, it seems it's something they grew up with because uh, so it says the uh, police source informed uh, the New York Post that they found a note in his backpack after he was detained. It said, I fear greatly that you will not repent to Allah. Therefore, I hope in my heart that a piece of you believes so that you may be taken out to the hellfire dressed his brother Devin who serves in the US military mm-hmm. 
said to Devon, there was a time when we were close, but that time has passed. You've joined the ranks of my enemy, and for that I can give you no kind words. Return to Allah. So stupid. To my brother Travis, of anyone I've known I feel closest to faith, is you. Of anyone I've ever wanted to accept Islam with me, it's you. Please repent to Allah and accept Islam. I fear for you. Bickford is alleged to have written. Is alleged to have written. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Then he went down there I- and he attacked. He attacked cops. Mayor Eric See, Adams. I love, I love how they're they're framing this as they're they're framing they're showing us him writing to his brothers. Right. See, with this guy, it's apparently Islamic extremism. Apparently. Islamic extremism means go and stab cops on, in New York City on the busiest night of the year. Sure. But all they can show is that he wanted to... Convert what, his brothers uh, to Islam. Uh, uh, what's the word? Reconcile with his brothers. Mm-hmm. And have them convert to Islam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no no real extremists. There's no right. anything right. violent in any of this. I don't see any of that. I want to see... There's a picture of... There's a picture of him in the chair, or in the, uh, I'm sorry, in the um, the hospital, not the hospital, in the ambulance somewhere. And it you look at it. There's a video on the site. And it looks, what? It's in the video? There was a still of that image of him, like, in a hospital bed in the video on that site. On, it's linked in the content chat, and but the, I haven't seen a picture. The Fox News article? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to play that. But, um... Yeah, and you can see he's, like, irritated. Like, dude, you're supposed to shoot me in the vest so I could be dead. But no, you got me in the shoulder, and now I'm actually shot, asshole. I was supposed to get my virgins, and now I'm just getting sentenced. No, he's not. No, he's not getting anything. He's a fucking... Dude, this is an op, obviously. This is gay. Right. Something is gay. No, it's completely gay. Right. He was supposed to get shot. I'm saying he's supposed to get shot in the vest. They didn't shoot him in the vest. They shot him in the shoulder, so he actually has to go to the hospital because he's actually shot. Is what I'm saying. You know. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's mad. He's like, you motherfuckers! I could you shoot me in the chest so I could be quote dead, you know? But now I now I'm really bleeding, asshole. Thanks. (laughs) You know. I don't know. I don't know. He is also 19, so like whatever. But then again, how many of these guys start this early in their in their ops? You know. Probably oh, yeah. Probably a lot well, of them. his brother's in the U.S. military. I don't know to what extent. Sure, probably a lot of them. Like, how many people that are ops nowadays that we know that turned out to be ops? How long have they been ops? How long have they been involved with this stuff? Right? Yeah. Is it somebody like David Hogg, who was literally raised by as an op, op parents? Right. As an op? Like, yeah. His entire existence is an op, or, mm-hmm. or what? I don't know. Right. Right. He should be. Uh, we when will he, never when he's playing Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> Kid was an avid uh, Roblox player. Avid, no DDR, dude. You've seen the videos where he's just like that. Kid was sick. Yes. Yeah, Adam. You know that. The, Adam. The yeah. Kid, Adam the, kid who shall, the kid who shall not be named. The thing that shall not be named because I don't want to get sued for a trillion and a half. Anyway, we just don't want to get deplatformed. Right. I don't care about getting sued. Let me sue me. <laughs> Look, if, if, if that can't sue, if, can't if sue people Rican, who are already poor. Right. If that Puerto Rican didn't sue me, then ain't nobody else gonna sue me. Anyway, um, moving on. Yeah, so the New Year's Eve gang-related. Now it's gang-related ta- stabbing, according to this. Gang-related. Oh, this is New Year's Eve. This is from New Year's Eve. So they're saying it might be gang-related on New Year's Eve, but now they're saying it was... Uh... Oh, wait. I think those are two different things. Those are yeah. two different stories. Oh, this okay. So bloody New York City gang-related stabbing. Oh, wow. It sends man to hospital. Okay, this is different. Blood. 
Nobody stopping. Yeah, um, the spokesperson said the man who was believed to be homeless got into an altercation with another man he knew previously at the corner and stabbed multiple times. Um, okay, the victim is a the victim is a career criminal with twenty five arrests. So okay, nothing of value was lost. All right, moving on. Did we oh, mention we that about- the guy in New York killed two cops or that he stabbed two cops? He stabbed three cops. Three cops. Yeah. I didn't know if we like said that they were cops. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. The first guy stabbed cops. The first guy stabbed okay. cops. Can we talk about Kanye while we finish up? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about Kanye and his uh, swastika merch. And he's missing. Did he yeah. make Con- Kanye's gone. Well, hold on. Kanye's missing. He did not make swastika merch. I didn't think so. It's somebody no, made, it says Yay 24. Fired. I would buy that. I would buy that. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't like the Yay 24. 2024 shirt with the swastika inside the star of Dave, uh, excuse me, the star of Remfan with the We the People. Oh, I don't like that. Well, that's the, no, that's the no, Raelian. The other one is That's cool. the Raelian one. That's not the star of Remfan. That's the Raelian symbol. Well, it's the Raelian, but that is the star of Remfan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's the Raelian thing. Like, like, I like the one with, with Ye and the st- circle of stars on the back. Yeah, that one's kind of cool. I like that one. I like and the I, sweatshirt. I like that one. And I like the the A twenty four that the girl has on with the uh, with the thing on the sleeve, but I don't think you can buy any of these. Actually, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you can. Otherwise, I would have cleared out already. Right. But yeah, New Kanye is missing. Ye is missing. Ye is missing because supposedly he's going to get served for some lawsuit, and he doesn't want to get sued and served. So, I mean, yeah, I don't blame him for not wanting either. to get sued, but I mean, is that what we really think is going on? Or no, that's, I mean, that's what he told us when we, him? that's what he told us when we were talking about getting him on the show. You know, he's like, guys, I got to go underground. That's true. I'll that's hit y'all true. when I come back. Right. Except he didn't say any of that. No, um, he, he didn't yeah. say any of that. He we do not that. have Ye on for no season eight. on for season eight. That would be awesome if he was one of our guests, but he's not yet. Yet. We, we'll try. We're still trying. Uh, yeah. It's possible. It's possible. Um, but he's on cozy and he's done. Well, Nick's not on cozy anymore, right? Oh, Nick jump shipped. Well, no, jumped Nick just shipped. doesn't do stuff, or, or does he? I don't know. Well, I, he streamed the Alex Jones thing on cozy. Oh, he did. Maybe okay, he just so kind of does it when he wants to. Maybe he still is on cozy. But I don't know. But I know the uh, the turtleneck twins. Went over to uh to Cozy, which is funny. After all the shit that people talk about about Cozy, and then these two uh, Keith smelling the ferrets, uh, Woods and his girlfriend Joel, they all went over to um to Cozy. Oh, oh, Keith Woods is on Cozy now. Yes, yes, and Joel Davis. Oh boy. Yep. Yep. Which is hilarious. <sighs> After all the smack that was talked about Cozy by their friends. Anyhow, um, yeah, Ye has disappeared. Uh, people think that the one that was on Alex Jones and the one that was with him, where else did he wear the mask? It was on Alex Jones, and then where else? With uh, Gavin. He wore uh, Gavin. Yeah, they think that those were clones or, or, or somebody playing Kanye, and uh, the real Ye is no longer because they have actually disappeared him or whatever. Who knows? Mm. That, that whole thing, again, is while entertaining is still part of the show yep 
you know, it's you know, you, you got the black new Hitler, you got the Mexican white supremacist, you got the other black uh, Nazi in Candace Owens and all the other right, all these other black white supremacists, right? And you got Mexican white supremacists, and you got like you no know, white people can't have anything anymore, right? Mexican white supremacists, yeah, I mean, like Spicknick. I mean that little 56, guy on Spick fifty six percentage DRS. No, he's that's no, Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican communist. Uh, he's a Puerto Rican communist. Yeah, Puerto Rican communist. Yeah. He's I'm like, okay with the Mongolian Nazis, though. He's like a Puerto Rican uh, Paraguayan or something like that. Or Peruvian. Really Paraguayan or Peruvian. Like, Whatever. He's, just, like, he's, he's like Puerto Rican ingenuous. and also mountain nigger, right? So South Here's American that. mountain negro. <laughs> anyway, um, no, we weren't talking about the brown communist infiltration of the white nationalist movement. We were talking about... Um, well, kind of, yeah, we were because you know Nick is like yeah, white people can't white people can't we, like they just told us we were white supremacists recently. We're like, okay, we are all white supremacists. Okay, fine. And then like, wait a minute, why are all white supremacists brown? What the hell? What? 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 We can't even have that. We can't even have that, guys. What the hell? I wonder what everybody's God and Son of God would think. Adolf Hitler and George Lincoln Rockwell. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I had no idea where you were going with that whatsoever. <laughs> well, no, these guys, so these guys worship. I get what you were saying. Like, no, I get it now, like looking back, in, but in context, I don't know. But what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they worship these guys and, and quote all of these guys' writings very autistically. However, look Most at what we have. Most of them haven't actually read it. Oh, bro, I had, who is it? I had somebody say they were mad. Adolf Hitler wrote Mein Kampf from prison because he was mad he failed art school. I was like, have you ever actually read it? He's like, no. I was like, how the fuck do you know that's what it's about? He's like, I'm like, right, exactly. Have you? I was like, I've actually read it. That's not what he was mad about. Trust me. <laughs> I own several copies. I okay. didn't say that. I have, <laughs> I have five different translations, but it's not because I'm a Nazi. It's because no, I wanted no, to make Johnny, sure hand, Johnny hand him out like people man. hand out Bibles. Right, what? Johnny informed the man that it was actually because it, it was a book about how mad Hitler was that he had a tiny penis and one ball, and uh, that his uh, sister this didn't guy, love him. like took his girlfriend in art school and um all that. Well, the art school thing actually was true. I mean, like, but his his own fault. He didn't put a ring on it, so whatever. And so, like that whole art school girlfriend thing is all Adolf's fault. I don't blame the other guy at all. Yeah, I can't. I can't say that he married up there with her, or no, you know, went up a notch there with right, the right. So whatever know, happened Braun. there, whatever happened there, if he was holding on to like some sort of angst because of that, I can see it. But like, it was his own fault. He should have like done a little self reflection on that part. To be honest. <laughs> Anyway, once um, <laughs> once again, though, they, they reveal the the sexual everything comes down to sexuality, sexual frustration. Oh, they, they always people. do. Yeah, that's what they always say. But I, I just thought that was funny that dude said that that he because he failed art school. That's why he wrote Mein Kampf. I was like, really? Think that's why he wrote that in prison? Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like, I was like, seriously, I was like, do you, have you I was like, have you read any of it? He's like, no. I was like, then how the fuck? How the fuck do you know what he wrote? <laughs> Was this was this the guy that you called me about earlier this morning? The dispensations guy? No, that's a whole other guy. Oh, okay, that's a whole other guy. Yeah, man, you got an interesting crew. Yeah, well, the dispensations guy is the guy. He's like, he's like, you're a Christian, right? I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like I, I see where this is going. 
I was like, I don't want to do this at work. I don't want to talk about it. Can, can I just give you a copy of Mein Kampf? Yeah, I don't even want to do that. I don't want to do that at work. I don't want to do nothing at work. I don't want to do any of that at work. I have. You know, Hitler wrote that book because he secretly was gay. Well, right? I mean, Ava Braun was definitely. Look at the, We drew lines. Like, we already did that once. So. People, are, I love, I love the, the I love like the de- is finally revealed. I like the, the defense on Ava Braun. I love the defense. Well, the lines on like on like who is it? Goebbels' wife or who's the most? Who him? One of them, Himmler, Goebbels. One of them had like a Chuck Schumer wife thing going on. I and think it was. I think it was Goebbels. Might have been Goebbels, but like these guys, these simp's for these. Even the like, dude, these were just the way German women looked. I'm like, like men. <laughs> like, these yeah. are clear trannies. Look at the hands, know, the man. shoulders. She's bigger yeah. than him. Like, I don't know. I've seen pictures of Ursula Haverbeck when she was young, and not right. she was not like that. Right. She was smoking hot, right? Ursula Haverbeck was, for those for that time, she would have been smoking hot. <laughs> there definitely are women out there with, like, broad shoulders. and like, Sure there are, but not every single. Like, why would you pick one? Right. It's and like my... you're, you're this far up in society. I mean, exactly. argument can be made for, you know, I, I don't know. I guess maybe they could have aged that way. But, yeah, it seems no. like all around I'm society, doing the Bugs Bunny. presidents, too. I'm I mean, Bugs Bunny where right has now. there ever been, like, a hot first lady? No, Melania. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right, that's also, 14 Reasons. Asked, I uh, wonder if you guys think Keith Woods is a trainee. No, I he's don't, got. I don't know. I don't really think so. I just think he's like. I like really a, never paid attention. Twink, to him. No, the neck. The neck is too. That that Adam's apple. Yeah, he's but, he's just a twink. Yeah, I, he's just a little gay guy. He's just yeah, right. He's just a little gay guy. <laughs> he smells his own farts, you know. He fairy. loves the smell. Loves the smell of him. Oh, I love to smell me on farts. <laughs> yes. They're magically delicious. All right. Oh, to get their hands off me, lucky charms. Right. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, uh, that's not. Leave that for Bronze Age pervert to go after. Right. Gross. Woods. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Don't watch cozy TV, guys. Don't do that. When you're done listening to us, check out our friends on Blood Satellite. Uh, make sure you go back. Oh, go back and check out Skull and I on uh, Millennial. If you guys didn't check it out, Skull and I went on Millennial. Had a lot of fun. That was great. Uh, that was some awesome cross promotion and a good conversation. Yeah, it was a good conversation. Um, we talked a lot about you know not too crazy, th- uh, not too too crazy stuff. Um, the big reveal was that uh, we think that. That Atlantis could be a completely made up thing. If Plato is even real, people were like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You guys think the Earth is flat, but you won't. But, but Atlantis is a bridge too far." Like, <laughs> come on. If Plato didn't real, that doesn't mean that Atlantis itself or just a lost civilization is impossible. Well, that's yeah. Well, that's what we were saying. But like the like the stuff that Atlant- that Plato talked about like we're, then we yeah had, we had to yeah call into question the existence of plato right I, I i mean i i think plato was probably real i don't the date he puts for uh the fall of atlantis also coincides with like the whole you know younger dryas impact theory sure but i don't know well actually does it I mean, it's like, yeah, a lot of history has totally been made up. 
like Athens. Athens Plato could have be... been a number of people. Also, it could have right. been like and a, also, a lineage type thing that started with like one grand teacher. But right, but then also you got to remember that like the old societies aren't necessarily primitive, and that these people weren't necessarily primitive people. So there's that. Too. That's for another show, though. Yeah. Anyhow, we show on that. Yeah. Kanye made Kanye is missing. That's what that's what, we told you all that to tell you this. Kanye is missing. And uh, we will be back this weekend. We'll be back. We're not going to be missing. Uh, We'll be back this weekend with a live stream, right? We're going to do a live stream? Yeah, the wrap-up show. Yeah, we'll do the wrap-up show on the live stream on Pilled, on DLive, and on Odyssey. We'll be here Friday night. For a few hours, so we'll hang out and talk about what we did on season seven. And we're going to talk about what we're going to do on season eight, but mostly what we did in season seven. We're going to wrap it up and um, take you guys out to next season, which is going to be rife with guests and cool topics because I actually have read some of the books that I said we were going to read, and I've actually gotten. Some of the books that I've actually gotten the guys, some of the books that we said we were going to get, and we're all going to get into these topics that we said we were going to so many times. We're actually going to do it now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're going to have a, some changes. Some, ooh, some, uh, what the hell did I just do? Oh, never mind. All right. What did you guess right now? I was going to say, uh, for everybody, thank you for donating. Scratch-offs are out. Um, bring your gold yes. pills on Friday. Everybody should be paid by then, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, remind people. No. Yes. Stop but by. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Get the scratch off. See what happens. To my scratch off here. I forgot about that. Um. I get. I got one. I got one. one. Everybody's getting one tonight. Multiplier of zero. Yeesh. Oh well. Um. For everybody on D Live and Odyssey as well, thank you all so much. Yeah, that is it. So yes, thank you everybody over there on D Live and on Odyssey and over on Pilled. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for donating. Thank you for everybody that's bought T-shirts so far. If you haven't gotten yours from the pre-sale, I think they should be on their way. Um, the anti- I hate the Antichrist hoodies and all the other ones are all pretty damn impressive from what I've seen and heard. Uh, ours are ours are on the way and stuff, guys. Uh, what else? We will see you Friday. We're gonna get out of here. For those of you listening to the podcast, there will be a Necronormicon following this. Reinhardt, are you gonna read? Uh, I am unsure. Oh, all right, okay. I might well, I might continue with Hyperborean or Hyper Hyborian Age or or not. We'll oh, see. Okay, well we'll see what happens. There will be something. Something, something. All right. We'll see you Friday. Later. Time travel makes you gay. Good. Against Hollywoodism, Revisionism, by Robert Forzone. The term Hollywoodism refers to the transformation, often mendacious, of reality by the spirit and practices of a whole sphere of American cinema. At first I shall discuss the evil in general done by Hollywoodism, 
Secondly, I shall describe the wrongs of Hollywoodism in the shaping of the imposture of the Holocaust, that is, in the building of the myth of genocide, gas chambers, and six million Jews killed by the Germans during the Second World War. Finally, in a third part, I shall speak of revisionism as the antidote per excellence to Hollywoodism and its incessant aggressive publicity for the religion of the Holocaust. Hollywoodism and the evil that it does. According to the American Heritage Dictionary, Hollywood may signify the U.S. film industry, but also a flashy, vulgar atmosphere or tone held to be associated with the U.S. film industry. As used as an adjective, the word stands for the U.S. film industry, as in a Hollywood movie, a Hollywood producer, or means flashy and vulgar, as in the dictionary's illustrative sentence of flashy and vulgar, their clothes were pure Hollywood. A well-known facet of the ideology propagated by this film industry is the basic division of the world between the good and the bad. The good are the United States, and the bad are those whom the United States degrees as such. The good are fundamentally good, and the bad are fundamentally bad. The United States is always in the right and always wins, whilst the bad guys are always in the wrong and always lose. Thus, there cannot, there must not be any pity for the vanquished. Their defeat proves that they were indeed criminals. The winners will themselves assume the right to try the vanquished in court and have them put on trial by others. Everyone can bring to mind what are known as the Nazi atrocities, especially the images of walking corpses or corpses proper. For the past 60 some odd years, Hollywood has presented them as evidence that the Germans had death factories wherein the SS spent their time killing, especially Jews. In reality, those corpses were proof that because of the systematic destruction of German cities by the Allies, Germany in 1945 was in its death throes. The inhabitants who had to survive the deluge of steel and fire were living in rubble or in holes in the ground, exposed to cold and hunger. Often there was hardly any food or medicine. The hospitals and schools were destroyed. Practically no trains and convoys were running any longer. The refugees from the east, terrified by the invading Red Army's murder and rape, numbered in the millions. In 1948, the Italian director Roberto Rossellini faithfully described the situation in Germania Anno Zero. Therefore, one must not be surprised at the fact that in 1945, in the labor camps or concentration camps, famine and disease, typhus, typhoid fever, dysentery, reigned whilst medicines and disinfectants such as Zyklon B were sorely lacking. Hollywood, along with British cinema and Soviet propaganda, had a terrible and direct responsibility both in the lies attending what was called the discovery of the German concentration camps in 1945 and in the ignoble lynching party. A phrase that is of Harlan Fisk Stone, Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court at the time, that was the Nuremberg trial from 1945 to 1946, where the winners of the war in coalition made themselves judges and jury to try the defeated. It is altogether true that in 1945, even a privileged concentration camp like that of Bergen-Belsen offered a nightmarish vision. But the horrors discovered there were not created by the Germans. They were due to the war, and in particular, an air war conducted mercilessly to the end by allies against civilians. It took a fine cynicism to show those horrors and point an accusing finger at the defeated when the ones mainly responsible were the U.S. Air Force and the Royal Air Force. In April 1945, no longer able to manage, the Commandant of Bergen-Belsen, SS Capital Joseph Kramer, sent some men to meet the advancing troops of British Marshal Montgomery and warned them that they were approaching a terrible den of infection and they should not immediately re release the prisoners lest they contaminate the civilian population and the British soldiers. 
the British agreed to work with the Wehrmacht. Once on the site, they kept the detainees there and tried to treat them, but mortality remained appallingly high for a very long time. The British wanted to know how many inmates were buried in the mass graves. They extracted the corpses and counted them. Then, using a bulldozer, a British officer pushed the bodies towards six large ditches where soldiers forced female SS guards to cast them in with their bare hands. But this reality was very soon transformed by the film propaganda services, which had people believe that the bodies were those of people killed in an alleged extermination program. A photograph taken from a plane and showing the bulldozer from afar made it possible to convey the impression that the vehicle was driven by a German soldier performing his daily work as an employee of a death factory. In one case, a photo taken from up close showed that the bottom of the machine pushing corpses but beheaded the driver so that with him not appearing as a Briton, it was reckoned he was a German. The Americans went on to make more and more falsifications of this kind. The American General Eisenhower, supreme allied commander, was the impresario of this intensified Hollywoodism. The famous Hollywood director George C. Stevens was brought to Germany in the uniform of lieutenant colonel. His team shot 80,000 feet of film, from which 6,000 feet were selected for General William Donovan, special assistant to the U.S. Chief of Counsel at Nuremberg. It was those parts carefully selected by the American prosecution which, on November 29, 1945, practically at the lifting of the curtain of the Lozum Nuremberg trial, were projected to a stupefied world. Some of the German defendants, most disturbed at what they saw, deduced that Hitler had carried out a gigantic crime behind their backs. In this sense, it can be said that the Nuremberg trial marked the triumph of Hollywoodism. Part 2. Hollywoodism's part in creating the myth of the Holocaust. The Holocaust of the Jews then became some sort of religion whose three main components are the extermination, the gas chambers, and the six million martyrs. According to an article of faith of this religion, Hitler ordered and planned the methodical slaughter of all European Jews. In doing so, he committed a crime without precedent, a specific crime later called genocide. Then, in order to commit this specific crime, he had a specific weapon developed, a weapon of mass destruction, the gas chamber, operating especially with a powerful insecticide, Zyklon B, whose active ingredient was hydrogen cyanide. Finally, the result of this enormous crime was the death of six million European Jews. The Auschwitz-Birkenau camp was the focal point, the apogee, the Golgotha of that horror. After the war, a whole propaganda developed around this holy trinity of the Holocaust, a whole industry of the Holocaust, a whole business to show a business. In the United States, the film industry has fed on this belief and spread it throughout the Western world. It is especially since 1978 that such U.S. propaganda has been developed, particularly with the four episodes of the U.S. miniseries Holocaust, recounting the saga of the Weiss family. It is no exaggeration to say that the showing of that series became, as of 1979, practically mandatory in an entire portion of the world. It triggered a torrent of films, including by Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List, by Roberto Benigni, Life is Beautiful, by Roman Polanski, The Pianist. In France in 1985, Claude Landsman honored us with the documentary running for over nine hours, Shoah. The number of Emmy Awards, Oscars, and other prizes given to films like these is staggering. A mogul of the entertainment industry, Andrew Wallenstein, once stated in The Hollywood Reporter, let's just say it, the real reason we see so many of these movies is that they're awards bait. It is such observations that has given rise to the saying, there's no business like show a business. 
Inspired by the refrain of the song sung by Liza Minnelli, amongst others, there's no business like show business. Part 3. Revisionism is an antidote to the poison of Hollywoodism. Revisionism is not an ideology, but a remedy for the temptation of an ideology. It is a method. Whether in matters of literature, science, history, the media, or any human activity whatsoever, it prescribes that the reality of a fact be established prior to any considerations on that. One must again see, hear, read what is believed to have been seen, heard, or read. One must be wary of first impressions, of emotions, rumors, and must not rely on anything or anyone else until one's own thorough investigation has been conducted. All the more if one is studying war rumor for, let us not forget, in wartime, the first casualty is the truth. In the little time I have left here, I cannot unfortunately describe how and at what price 50 years of research I, along with a good number of other revisionists, have come to the conclusion that the Holocaust is decidedly but a gigantic imposture, as I was able to convince myself after a few years. Already on December 17, 1980, I had summarized this conclusion in a sentence to 60 French words, of which I do not see a single one that needs removing today. Here is the English translation. The alleged Hitlerite gas chambers in the alleged genocide of the Jews form one and the same historical lie, which has permitted a gigantic political and financial swindle whose main beneficiaries are the state of Israel and international Zionism and whose main victims are the German people, but not their leaders, and the Palestinian people in their entirety. To get an idea of the spectacular victories won against that imposture thanks to the revisionists' work, one may refer to two studies appearing in my blog, The Victories of Revisionism, conference paper for Tehran, December 11, 2006, and The Victories of Revisionism Continued, September 11, 2011. It is no exaggeration to say that currently, in France and elsewhere, the authors who used to defend the Holocaust thesis are in complete disarray. The trouble is that censorship and repression still prevent the general public from becoming aware of this good news, but with the internet, times are changing, and quickly. Conclusion The general belief on the part of the Western world in the Holocaust has long been the sword and shield of Zionism, but today, revisionism is putting this belief in peril. This conference on Hollywoodism will mark, I think, one more step in our common struggle, a struggle for the rights of all. A struggle for the whole world to free itself from the tyranny based on the greatest lie of modern times.